Uh, welcome to Video Game Realness. Uh, this is our new podcast starting here in Toronto. Uh, my name is Delvin, and um, we decided that we want to just do a podcast because we like talking about video games. We've all known each other, and we want to gibber gabber about video games with you guys. Just because it's fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um, so what we're going to do is we're just going to have each person go through and introduce themselves. Um, so, I'm, like I said, I'm Delvin, and my favorite consoles are Nintendo. Um, my most favorite, I probably would say, would be GameCube. I had tons of GameCube games. Um, my favorite game of all time would have to probably be Mega Man 2. Um, that. I've played countless, countless of hours. Um. Uh, I'm Michael, and um, I am equal parts Nintendo fan and um, Sony fan. Um, You know, GameCube was one of my favorite consoles as well. Um, But I had a Wii, and then I sold it, and then I bought back a GameCube, and I took all of the credit that I had from that, and I just bought a lot of PS3 games. Um, Yeah, favorite games? It changes. Maybe 999 was like a um, sort of visual novel on DS and whatnot. I'm Cameron. Uh if I was going to go with a favorite console, it would be Xbox, because that's really the only one I actually stuck through with this generation, but generally more PC gaming these days. Uh, if I were to say a favorite console, though, I've got to go with GameCube again. God, there were just so many good things on that. It was such a fun little thing. It was little dinky discs. And uh, <laughs> favorite games, by far the Mass Effect series. I honestly could not pick between Mass Effect 2, Mass Effect 3. Anyone who says anything about the ending to Mass Effect 3 ever to me will get shot, so just a heads up. Anyway, over to James. So we are not responsible for any violence that might follow after this podcast. Just a disclaimer to all our lawyer, our lawyer fans and friends out there. Yeah, so my name is James. Uh, I grew up playing only Nintendo consoles because that's what my relatives gave me as gifts and presents. Um, so we're a bunch of Nintendo fanboys. <laughs> I wouldn't, but more so what I'm realizing lately is that um, I have actually very little time now to invest in playing video games. And it seems that Nintendo consoles are still providing me that opportunity to play for about five minutes and then go to sleep. Um, favorite console, I'm going to go a little bit further back, probably the 64, N64. Yes. I, have, I have very good memories of the N64. Who doesn't? Um, uh, Mario Kart 64 would be my favorite, because I hate Double Dash. <laughs> I refuse to play Double Dash ever again. Um, We're not going there. That's a discussion for another day. For another day. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, working with my three friends here and uh, giving our perspective and opinions on how we view the industry, especially having been playing video games since we were all very young. So I think uh, that's a great way forward.
everyone, and welcome to Video Game Realness, episode 100! Oh my god! Oh, you get a 100, you get a 100, and you get a 100! So, it's finally come, we're here, we're queer, we're still here, and... <laughs> Shockingly. <laughs> but, uh, the very first episode, episode zero, of, I mean, obviously we're ab- above 100 episodes, because we've had, like, some like zeros, 13 epi- twos, yeah, yeah. and, like, oh, six yeah. episodes for E3, Yeah, we're all just the same. <laughs> so like. we're like, uh, you know, but, as you all just heard, you just heard the very first introduction of the Video Game Realness Podcast in 2013, so like oh, five, five years ago, almost five years ago, it was wow. June June uh, 13th, I believe, yeah, it was uh, E3. Uh, before E3 is when we recorded that oh episode, <laughs> and a lot has changed in those five years, um, so today's episode, we're going to be doing a reflective uh clip episode going through and uh, playing clips of uh, significant uh, or funny moments over the past five years, and then we're going to kiki about them. (laughs) So uh, no now playing today and no uh, news, because quite frankly, there's not that much news right now that that was really of significance worth talking about. So uh, this is is what it is. And so strap yourselves in for... A very ridiculous historical field episode. So, we're gonna go around the table again and do our intros once over. (laughs) (laughs) Because that was something that was somewhat a little bit painful to listen to. Oh, it was. It so was. We sounded so, like, serious. Yeah. And let's give formal answers. Like, yeah. why was anyone listening to I us? We I don't think anybody was, to be <laughs> fair. Yeah. Like, it was my mom honest. and, like, yeah. one of our friends. Yeah, because like, we, remember, we did episode zero. That was fully tester, and then we only, like, posted about it on the gamers subreddit after we did, like, episode two or three. Like, we waited oh, yeah, until so, like, we started. It wasn't like, here's Here we are, like, out in the open. Yeah, That was, like, Incubator episode. Totally. So, I'm Delvin, and, uh, so, as as we had went through, we talked about what our uh, favorite games and consoles were then, so we're gonna go around and we're gonna say what they are now. Um, so, my favorite game of all time still is Mega Man 2. That will probably never change. Mm. But, my favorite console now, of all time, probably, is PC. Because I play on my PC all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's the one that I use the most, and I technically have been using for the longest. (laughs) So, I'm going to pass it over to you, Michael. Okay. Uh, I am Michael. Let's do a real Sultan interview. (laughs) So, I'm Michael. Um, Yeah, my uh, favorite game of all time, I, I think... When I answered it previously, I kind of gave my favorite game of current, mm-hmm. which was 999. Right. Still, the game I still don't know what it is. I can get it on no PS4 idea. now, actually. Anyway, Great. Um, still love that game, but um, my favorite game of all time is Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I really do feel like that game is just like, no matter when I play it, it's always like, oh, like it's so it's very epic yeah and then I guess my favorite console of all time 
I don't, like, I love the Switch. Like, there's a part of me that doesn't want to say new stuff because we still no. don't know what yeah. it is in the grand scheme of things and where it's going to be a couple years but, from now. Well, I, I think that's kind of I exciting. Think it's on a good trajectory. Yeah. Yeah. It's on a good trajectory. I just love the mix of, like, pick it up, sit it down, do whatever. It's, like, it's easy, it's fun. It's, like, I, I love it, and there have been amazing things. Like, I think part of my enjoyment of Zelda is because it's on the Switch. I don't right. think... I could have enjoyed Breath of the Wild the same way if it was on Wii U and I was waiting eight minutes for the yeah. system to boot up. So. Right. That is the so experience true. of like turning on my Wii U now is such a production. Oh, it is. <laughs> because you have to have the tablet charge. You have to have the sensor bar to use the Wii remote to point. And I was trying to use the Wii, like emulate the yeah. Wii mode in the Wii U and you can't use it with just... Like the controller, you have to point to the production. Yeah, yeah. No. So that's that's me. Yeah. So James, um, I think my favorite game of all time. It's probably still. I don't actually. I don't even remember what I said because we, we, we were all laughing. <laughs> but if I have to say, it's probably Tales of Symphonia. I was going to say. I think you said Tales of. Symphonia Did I say Tales before? of Symphonia? I, I just. Have I don't think you answered the question. I think you just said what your favorite console was, and I don't remember if you said. What, uh, anyway, oh, right. I, I, I think tracks. I think it's Tales. Of, <laughs> I think it's Tales of Symphonia because I just have really good memories with that game. I played that game like nonstop. Um, my favorite console, it's probably between sixty four. Which is what it was then. And we, looking back, just because, I mean, 64 for nostalgia reasons, Mm -hmm. but when you think about we, we got like Super Mario Galaxy, which was pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. We got No More Heroes. We got Monster Hunter Try. Like, it was a good console. It was a good console. Sword. It was like. Skyward Sword, yeah, with the smudgy Vaseline. But yeah, it was a good console. It was also when you realized, like, you fully accepted your inner housewife that lives in the suburbs. Yeah, totally. Buying games for her kids. Yeah, totally, totally. (laughs) Like, we tennising by myself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My husband doesn't love me anymore. (laughs) No, but that's it, yeah. And you, Cameron? Uh, yeah, I said Xbox, Xbox meaning Xbox 360, because I d- didn't at that point realize we were talking actual statistics. I said it because I didn't think PC was an option at the time, uh, so I'm going to go with PC now. Like, let's be honest, I haven't owned a console mm-hmm. since yeah, you, the 360. 60, yeah. I had a Wii for a hot minute, and then I sold it, because I only bought Smash Brothers on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think at the time I said I couldn't choose between Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3. Well, you said the whole series. You said 1, the 2, or 3. Se- I can't. Yeah, play. I've been radicalized now, and I will I will just say it. Mass Effect 3 is my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. And I will still fight anyone who comes to me about the ending, because I'm sick of that argument. Mm-hmm. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. All right. So we are going to go through uh first uh, uh, segment of clips is where we are... Uh, we started this podcast at the, basically at the start of the current generation that we're in. Um, the Wii U had already been out, but the, P, the PS4 and uh, Xbox One were just being announced. Like, we, they weren't even out, like, and, like, we're, we're coming out in November, and we had started in June. So we had months leading up to its release of us talking about it and stuff like that. So uh, we are going to... Uh, take a step back and see what we thought of of the uh, Microsoft <laughs> reveal of the Xbox One and the shade that comes along with that. Uh, release.
voice. We listened to what the public wanted. We listened mm-hmm. to our gamers and our fans. Mm-hmm. And you said that you didn't want this. Mm-mm. Girl, please. Girl, please. Okay? (laughs) You are not fooling anybody. Okay? Like... Because for months beforehand, I have two things to say about this. First off, there was that guy a couple months ago, Adam Orth, who, like, on Twitter was like, what's the problem with an always online console? And everyone freaked out, and Microsoft fired him for it, and now they reverse their policies. And well, I'm yeah. sure someone else got fired as well. Oh, I'm and sure. Microsoft. But yeah. then there was also there a few other people the, probably fired. The president, Don Matrick, was like, oh, if you don't like it, get a 360. That yeah. guy. He should be fired, too. That guy needs to just... The PR company needs to be like, you need to not talk about the system in public anymore. Like, <laughs> you need to just stop because you are just sh- shitting things up right now. Yeah. Just, you need to stop. Oh, he's like, he didn't know how many people actually lived on submarines, I think was one thing yeah, he said. Like, oh, <laughs> okay, so, okay, so here's this. Here's this. Here's, okay, so there was an interview where he said... Oh, we, we've done, like, testing or focus groups or whatever he said. And we found that, you know, the people who don't have online are people who live on submarines. I don't know how many people live on submarines. And this is, this is what they said, okay, that they, they actually tested it to see. Okay, so you're trying to tell me that you came up with all these ideas for online check-ins and, and all this other stuff, and you didn't check with anyone focus grouped it nothing before releasing it but even uh months beforehand when there were all of the rumors of they might do this they might do this and the internet was still freaking out then take that even as a little bit of so that is why that is why when they came out and said oh we listened to you and we changed our minds no you didn't no, you didn't. Okay, because I'm pretty sure you did focus group this in a in a private group, and they probably told you, no, this is really a bad idea. I don't know see how many people are, unless you just like focus group Xbox fanboys, and they were probably just like, oh my god, we're in a focus group to talk about Xbox One. Oh my god, whatever you do, just take my money. I mean, unless that was your focus group, then I mean, hello. Has anyone ever watched Thirty Rock? Where. At focus groups, if you say yes, you get pizza. You get pizza, yeah. <laughs> it's so easy to get who, whatever you want out of a focus exactly. group. Anyone can do it, right? So it's, it's I, not I surprising. I just think that's funny. But, I, I, but once they threw the policies out the window, I mean, their pre-orders went through the roof. So Well, but, okay, I'm sorry, but 16 units at each GameStop, and then they're well, like, we're GameStop. sold out of pre-orders. That's and GameStop, then- though. A- Amazon went, like, crazy. So, it's the shade moment of the podcast. Okay. Oh, oh. We just need to have a little button where we can push. <laughs> push where it just goes like, shade. All of us at once. Shade. Yeah. So, um, the shady corner of the podcast about Xbox One. Oh. And yet another Xbox and One And it's not 80. even like we seek this stuff out. No, it's, it's just, just like it, it just comes. happens every week. They're like, oh, it's been six days, guys. Let's let's flip. <laughs> let's do else. another 180 next week. Yeah, the next Xbox to... One news. <laughs> we we ship a pile of pile of crap in yeah. every single box. Oh. Yeah, um, with all of the 180s, it's like the Xbox 900 by this, <laughs> this point. They're just spinning. They're just spinning around. Anyway, what is this week's so, 180? Yeah. Oh so my God. the commercial, like their oh ad God. campaign, the song needs to be "You Spin Me Round." Oh. <laughs> that needs to be the fucking ad campaign. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Please. So the actual shade is um, Connect 
no longer mandatory for Xbox One to be plugged in at all yeah. times. So it as still we comes know, with every system. Still yes. comes with it for now. For now, it still comes I don't with think it. They will change that. All right. So as we heard, uh, and if, if we can all recall, um, Microsoft had a pre E three. Um, announcement. They talked about how you know television always connected, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, before E3, mm-hmm. yeah. and the internet was not having it, like <laughs> oh, at all. Period. Full stop. And so I think it was like maybe like a week or two before E3 that they had done that. Well, I can't remember the timeline, but I remember at E3 they specifically were like. Uh, yeah, it's like always on. You like can't trade in your game. Right, they you were still can a bit... transfer. You can you can like give your friend like a lend license yeah. so that like they could like borrow a copy of your game, but they need to download the full game and the game won't run without the disc in the system. Yeah, sort of a thing. So it was very complicated, and it didn't. Mm-hmm. It seemed like the focus was more. Not necessarily on gaming at the time of the pre E3. It was like, oh, you know, you could talk to your console mm-hmm. and you could tell it to record NFL and mm-hmm. you could do the split screen and see NFL and 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 all yeah. this sort of stuff. Yeah. And then E3 came out and it was just like, okay, no one was having it. And then the price came out and then it was Sony to like knock them a hundred dollars cheaper. So there was all these things that was just totally just not going well for Xbox and weeks. Um, uh, leading up to the release, there were like news bits that came out almost every couple weeks of like things that were being changed yeah. about their firm stance. Like they changed the always on, they mm-hmm. they removed the connect, they just a whole bunch of things. Um, do you guys think that you know? they ever recovered from that. Well, we still don't have a reason to buy an Xbox still five years later. I mean, Sea of Thieves came out and that was a bit trash. I think they just had, like, from the get-go, they lost a lot of gamer faith and then I think Mm -hmm. as a result a lot of publishers decided not to make exclusive games for the Xbox. Um, But, yeah, the other thing, too, was... In the, like, game development takes a few years, right? And so, remember Quantum Break was their big push, and it was going to be a TV series, yep. and you were going to do this. We and it was media, like, Empire and everything. And, like, I think they were really pushing up, if you want to be an Xbox exclusive, you need to do something that ties in with all of this. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, people are going to be like, no, we're going to make a game. We're not also going to make a TV show. And yeah. they cost themselves a lot of exclusive, and by the time they could even turn around and switch that stance, the games will come out three years later, mm-hmm. which is, you know, last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, so it's just that, um, you know, it just seems like they never really recovered from that incident. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know, it was just a sour taste mm-hmm. for most mm-hmm. gamers. And they had games, like... If I believe it was E3 2015, we mar- we had called we them, Microsoft yeah. Game of or Publisher of Publisher the Show. Of show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They had the games. Yeah. It's not like they were lacking games. Yeah. It's just I just don't think they they just lost people yeah. from that very beginning and mm. could never gain them back. The the thing for yeah, I I just think the 
biggest thing, at least in my opinion, was the trade-in thing where it was like, you can't trade in your games, like sort of a thing, like the license oh, gets right. removed from the disc. Yeah. And it was like, not only did they piss gamers off, they pissed GameStop yeah. off. Yeah. And I think GameStop, even after everything was reversed, was probably like, okay, you can, you can have a smaller amount of shelf space, right? Like A lot of, a lot of uh, investment just went into uh, PlayStation and Sony mm-hmm. and and, uh, you know, gamers picked their console first and then uh, as a PlayStation. And as the years went on, I don't think there was a, enough of a difference between the two to say, I need an Xbox. Yeah. Most of the games that are coming out are on both. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or you have PlayStation exclusives, like good PlayStation exclusives. Sony's starting to get more exclusives, yes, than... I mean, Microsoft has their exclusives too, but it just didn't seem to be enough to be like, I'm going to buy an Xbox mm-hmm. just to play. And the other thing that shot them in the foot too um, is their exclusives come out on PC. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Good point. So, granted, sometimes like a month later, <clears throat> but still. Well, no, you're talking about Destiny. No, just other... Uh, no, shit. I was thinking of uh, Monster Hunter, but I realized that's... No, that's, that's, that's something that's, else. That's... But, um, but there was just no reason anymore. Yeah. And they just really just kind of shot themselves in the foot, I feel. Yeah. You know? Anyways, our next clip that we're going to uh, take a trip down memory lane is uh, when we discuss um, Kingdom Hearts 3. Oh, bitch. <laughs> Let's take a listen. I really don't think EA cares about looking like the bad guy. But they've they've been really they have really. So many, this is this is what also Microsoft does in their focus groups. They get really negative response, and what they go, you know, at least from my understanding, is they think they say stuff like, "We'll leverage our brand. It's fine. They don't like it, but we have such a good brand, and we'll have such good games they'll buy that it they'll anyway. buy it anyways." Same thing can happen at the developer level. Oh, yeah, they're not going to like it. Like, no one really liked Origin when it came out. Let's be honest here. But they say, you know, we, we're the only ones with Mass Effect. People will put up with whatever shit that we throw at them if because they want to play, play Mass, Mass Effect. Effect. Or if they want to play Dragon Age. True. Right, Cameron? Yes. <laughs> so there is nothing stopping them. If, I, the, if the brand is strong enough and they have a way to make more money from it, then they're going to do it. Yeah, you, you know, there, there is no, for, for me personally, there, is no, there was never any faith to be lost in Microsoft. It's a corporation. I don't actually think Microsoft's going to take care of my children. No, because no one liked that. Anyways, they also announced Kingdom Hearts Kingdom 3, Hearts which 3. I know everyone's super excited for. Can I say, I like we all remember when I said, yeah, that game's not coming <laughs> last week. Well, it's still going to be a game. Yeah, I didn't remember you saying that. No, because that, we talked but... about it. I was like, it, you're not going to get it. You're going to get your 1.5. You're not going to get Kingdom oh, yeah, Hearts Oh, that's right. You did say that. And mm. shut down. Well, I was actually, very wrong. It's, it's questionable how long it's actually going to take to come. Well, yeah, because oh, yeah. they just it's teased it. Just the beginning of but development. We, we did like, see actual gameplay footage, though, which was that could have been the opening sequence. No, no, no they no, actually you could was... see like the the battle commands on the left yep. side as they usually. No, I mean are. like it could I... just be like the, the opening the, of the uh, opening, game, like first five minutes. Oh, it totally was. It also could be something that was being developed for the PS3, and they've yet to res up because the graphics weren't that great on it. Like there's there's so who knows? It's a prototype. The only game developers do that all the time. Yeah. All the, the time. The thing about uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is that it is nice to know... I, I guess this speaks to how far along Final Fantasy 15 must be, is the reason that there hasn't been Kingdom Hearts 3 is because Nomura has always been, like, uh, 
okay, guys, I'm still working on Versus 13, still doing Versus 13. Kingdom Hearts will come after Versus 13. So now that he started, it must mean that 15 is wrapping up, in a sense. So we'd probably be getting 15 probably in early 2014. Maybe. No, late Holiday. Maybe? Holiday 2014. Is that what say. they announced? No, that's what I'm And guessing. they still need to translate the goddamn thing. <laughs> so they might come out in Japan. In Japan, it might hit in, in, in and then they the winter. It. Yeah. But, um, and then another four years. What will be interesting III. with uh, Kingdom Hearts yeah. is... Um, so this is like, you know, kind of like what the official like sequel to... like. Kingdom Hearts 2, right? Because there have been other, like, Kingdom Hearts. Well, it's, it is well, the thing that's so stupid. Well, because there have been other Kingdom Hearts, like, yeah. on, like, DS or whatever, but yeah. this is kind of, like, in terms of... The other ones that have been for, like, Vita and DS, are they along the same storyline, or, like... Yeah. yeah. Or, the thing that's okay. important, it's so weird, so... That's why they released 1.5, mm-hmm. because if you didn't, if you don't have a DS or a Vita, you'll be confused. But 1.5 doesn't have Birth by Sleep, so they'll need to release yeah. the other one with Kingdom Hearts 2 and Birth by Sleep. Because the way the order in the actual chronology is Birth by Sleep, Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, There's Kingdom so Hearts, many. or Chain of Memories, um, 358 over two days, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2, Recoded, Dream Drop Distance, which was the one last summer for 3DS, and then right. now Kingdom Hearts 3. But you need to play, like, need to, need to for the story, Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance. Or you could read it on Wikipedia. Yeah. Or, yeah. <laughs> but, but the thing is, is that you can't just play one, two, and then go three. into three and understand. What's going on. Yeah. What I think will be interesting, depending on how it's used, is, you know, Disney's acquired some new, new, uh, Yes. IPs. Yes. So who knows what they might do with it. They might throw in Star Wars. They might throw in some Marvel characters in the game because Disney owns them now. So I want to have a fight against Darth Vader with Iron Man on my side and then Goofy. That would make me I think we might see Star Wars. I don't know if Marvel will show up. If Star Wars is in there. Oh, why not actually, though? I don't know. Well, there's if, tons of reasons. I why actually not, don't think it. Star Wars will happen because uh, Disney has actually said which co- uh, developers are going to get the next three but games it's, with. Uh, it's not a Star Wars game. Yeah, but it's still it's just their, a character. It's still mm-hmm. their license. I don't know. If we'll you're Disney, they, they you'd be it, smart and you do. They that. might, but uh, I'm just saying. I don't think it would it, be like as like a main character. Like maybe as a. Yeah, we'll it, we'll it, we'll I don't think you'd fight with Iron Man. Like, it's just yeah. that doesn't fit as well as Star Wars, I find. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway. Um, modern they should... day New York City. <laughs> so, uh, before we get to the discussion of Kingdom Hearts 3, I forgot that I had thrown in another clip there in which we had talked about how, you know, EA not caring about being the bad guy. And I thought it was interesting because of all the EA drama that happened with Star Wars and how, okay. you know... What we said back then still relatively applied because they didn't give a shit to throw in all their loot boxes and all their drama because they figured that the brand, both of EA and Star Wars, was enough that people would just fucking deal with it. And how did that turn out for them? Not good. Not good, Linda. Not good. So I just thought that was a very interesting, insightful uh, piece of commentary from you, James. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So... (laughs) It is now 2018. Kingdom Hearts 3 was uh, revealed in 2013, yeah. five years ago. Yeah. It's still not here. 
it's, it it's is less really, here than it was before. Okay. I, would, it's, I would venture to say. No, I would say I really do believe it is coming out this year. No, don't say that, you idiot. No, I really do. Um, because, okay, so in 2013 when they revealed it, they were using an in-house engine, right? Mm-hmm. And then they switched to using Unreal 4. Okay. And so they had to basically scrap Upheave. and rebuild, okay. right? So they did that, and then they have, like, they've released, uh, when they released Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue, which had Kingdom Hearts 0.2 Birth by Sleep, A Fragmentary Passage. <laughs> Shut the that fuck up. That game. That's not a game. Hold it's on. really good. Hold on. Yeah. So you said they went to Unreal 4. Yeah. That's a very interesting uh, tidbit. Because what does the Switch run on? Unreal 4. Oh, yes, hunty. Uh, yeah, I love that. I mean, why I make, still why make that Switch? <laughs> I don't know. No if pun that, intended. I don't know if that was necessarily for Switch necessarily. Apparently that came from like Square, like at the top was like Switch to Unreal. We're not maintaining our own engine anymore. Because I think it could have came from the top and everything. because they had more insight. <clears throat> sure. I'm just, just so random tidbit. It runs on Unreal 4 and 0.2, a fragmentary passage, which was on that PS4-like collection, is, uh, was essentially kind of like a tech demo where the game that you played there was fully running on the new engine and okay. everything. And that was like very polished, very good. The stuff that they keep showing is good. The end of that, they already had Haley Joel Osment voice some scenes from Sora. Like, it literally leads right into the beginning of Kingdom Hearts 3. They have slowly revealed more and more worlds. The fact that every month or two, we get some sort of 30-second trailer of this thing's in it, like these micro-games, or this thing's in it, makes me really feel like, yes, it is so coming think- out. And then Target.com not GameStop.it, had, like, a a listing that put it at October 31st of this year, where typically, and then they removed the thing, right? And sure, the 31st of a month doesn't necessarily indicate it's actually coming out that day, especially when it's not a normal day that games are released. Right. But normally if you don't know... But normally if you don't know when a game is going to be released, they put it as December 31st of that year. True. Right? And... So they have put it at what month? October 31st. I believe so it. So people, like, it seems like that would be the time of year it comes out. Before right? so Black Friday. I still think this year we're going to, like, E3, it's, mm. it's going to have the official date. Nancy well, Drew here. I, I just want to let you know to not hold your breath. Yeah, I'm setting a yeah. reminder right now for <laughs> January 1st, 2019 to laugh at Michael. Okay, <laughs> thanks. Um, Got you, boo. And then we were also debating on when Final Fantasy XV would come out, and we thought it would come out maybe 2015. No, no, you said 2014. 2014. And, and then we still was, talked about Versus 13. Yeah. Because <laughs> it had just gotten switched. It just, yeah. So it was still Versus 13, and then they had announced at that E3 it was 15. So I just thought it was interesting. Um, yeah, like, and they're still selling it. Yeah. 15. We, yeah. we, will, we will get to that in a moment. Kingdom <laughs> Regalia edition. <laughs> um, so our next clip um, uh, was a insightful discussion, um, like my moi, and where, <laughs> <laughs> where uh, we were talking about uh, microsystems, and then I had thought about Nintendo's direction in terms of where they would take their next console. So this was recorded in 20... 20- 13. Yes. No. 
<laughs> I think it was recorded in 2014. But well before the yeah. NX had even been announced as a thing, this is what we had discussed. So... With the, with the, all these changes into the market and, um, you know, microsystems, and now we have the PS Vita TV, um, if you remember a while back, Nintendo announced that they had merged their hardware um, departments. So before it was like there was their portable hardware space and then their um, uh, home, console home console hardware space. And the two didn't really talk to each other and they said they joined them together so they can talk to each other more. Mm-hmm. And it got me thinking about like, you know, the Wii, like just con- console development for Nintendo. You know, they do really well with the mobile, the portable space. They have always dominated that market. They've had many people yeah. try. Many people have tried and they have just always dominated that space. And then the home console, not so much. So... You know, and and Nintendo as a company has to pretty much self-support their systems with their own games because, yeah. well, at least more so now because they don't get a strong third-party support. So it got me thinking. You know, what if their plan with you know going forward is to kind of create their next system to be something of a merging of a portable and a console in just one, just one console that does both. And then when you kind of look at it, because you have the Wii and then you had the Wii U, and the Wii U, Wii, as we know, is a, is a giant 3DS, right? So it's a giant DS, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so it, it's a giant DS. Um, you know, what if they were trying to maybe transition to just having the one system? Like, what if they made a system like that was kind of like the Wii U? You know, you have a home co- home console base. Mm. Um, it plays all the games. And then the controller was kind of like the tablet or like a 3DS or, mm. or some kind of new something that they come out with. And mm-hmm. the controller is an actual portable device. And it plays the game in its entirety on the portable. So you have – they only need to release the game once. So, for instance, Fire Emblem. Right. Okay. Fire Emblem comes out. It comes out just for the one console. You can play it at home. Then you can play it on your portable. Then you can come back home and play it. Or you can just only play it on one. Hmm. Or you can only just play it on this. Or you can just buy the the portable controller that is an actual portable system oh. at a cheaper price and just play all the games just portable. That's what? very complicated to me. I have to think about it for a bit. But isn't that what the PS4 and PS Vita are trying to do with yeah. remote play? Yeah, but with with remote play, there you do need the internet connection. It's not just the one game. It's not like you pop your PS4 disc into the your right. PS. Oh, so you need to like but so uh, you need to be connected to the internet. So it's it's kind of similar to um, like uh, Wii U, where let's say someone wants to watch TV, but you still want to play, you use the off TV play. But uses right? the internet to do it, uh, or it might be Bluetooth. Oh, but okay. it it uh, because with. Uh, PSP, you could connect to PS3 and do um, remote play. And PS Vita can also connect to PS3 and do remote play. Um, yes. So, yeah, it seems like it's trying to do the same thing as, as Wii U. Well, what I want to know, basically, is what do you... Th- okay, so if this was something... I mean, it's a crazy move. If something, if something like this would happen, what would the benefits you think would Nintendo would have from launching such a platform? I'll start with you, James. I mean, they could. I mean, the the sort of most obvious benefit to me is that they could easily take their handheld market, which is huge and you know has great numbers, and try to move home consoles 
with that existing consumer base so they don't have when they do release this all in one then they could at least then access the the consumer base they've built with let's say the 3ds and then just sell them like this is your next portable you can also play it at home however and yeah. just, it's all in one and then you can you can sell it that way so that's the benefit i see to it so yeah we'll we'll get into the disadvantages what do you think any um advantages would be to having like one system if they were to go that route this is of course all just what ifs michael um, I'm still kind of confused on what the system. So okay, is. so you have like like I get okay, so I get that there's the the two controllers. I think that it would be useful if um you could so ima- if you only had to buy a game once and you could have it both on home and to go. I think that's that's great, but I think that the the value from that um is is in the fact that you get to only you only have to buy things once and that you you get to to put it in both places, I just don't ever picture that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I Nintendo as much. Well, remember, like, okay, so with this concept again, this is just like you're you're kind of trying to basically tackle two markets, right? At the same time, with one system, um, and w- one of the issues, especially right now, right for Nintendo is making games in a timely manner for both systems. You know, they kind of have to support two systems with, you know, all their development parties. So when you think of, like, um, the release schedule that the 3DS had just this year, Mm -hmm. there was an on-slew of games between January and still up till now, right? And then the Wii U had, had, had nothing. Yeah. Now, imagine if those two libraries were merged together all in one system. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it would just have now essentially more games, quote-unquote, and, you know, now you have two ways in which to play them. Mm-hmm. So now you could play Pikmin 3 on the go, and then you can play it when you come home. I mean, if they could engineer something to handle that, then that's that's great. I mean, my, my obviously, the, the challenge I see is... How do you do that? Well, of taking course. it on the go, right? And oh, then, yeah, absolutely. And then if you... You know, then if they say, okay, well, then on, in one disc, let's say, and, and you know what, this, this, you know, this could be for any console maker out there. Let's, let's keep, you know, in, in that sense. I mean, Nintendo just has some news that, that, you know, makes us think they might do something like this. Yeah. But let's say if you put something on a disc, like Pikmin 3 or Mario 3D World or whatever it is, and you say, okay, so on this disc, there's content for when you're at home and you can play, you know, at home. And then if you want to take it to go, then the controller or whatever ends up mm-hmm. downloading some content from the disc and then you can take that portable. The way I see Nintendo working is that they'll say, okay, that's great, but we're still going to need almost one and a half as times as many people to develop just that portable content. Because that's how they work. That's how they, they, they always work. They always look at their hardware and they say, how do I make the most of this? So mm-hmm. with the 3DS, you know, what, what's fun about going portable? What is a portable, yeah, exactly. you know, lifestyle like? And then they develop content specific to that lifestyle. So, the, so yeah. I see some challenges there. Because yeah. they also did say that they were looking at doing a Pikmin for 3DS and they, like and any other company will just say, well, we have these properties. They should be on both platforms. There should be a Pikmin for 3DS and a Pikmin for Wii U. That way everybody can get Pikmin, you know, that sort of a thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, we tried a lot of concepts and it just didn't feel like Pikmin. So we're not doing it. <laughs> right. right. But that's a thing. Is, it's is nice to any- be able to do that. Well, I just don't like it. So like, that's what Miyamoto we're said. not going to do it. That's what Miyamoto <laughs> said. He was just like... We tried a lot of different things. Like we spent like, you know, a year and a half trying stuff out and it just didn't 
feel like Pikmin. It felt like something else, but not Pikmin. And like, yeah. you know, so Nintendo's kind of fickle about about that. So mm-hmm. I agree with James about they have these ideas where if they develop something portable, they think about taking advantage of portable portal things. space. Yeah. In terms of Street Pass and, and Spot Pass, you know, I guess there's Spot Pass on Wii U, but they're specifically developed for ideas about being portable and, and connecting with people that way. And then you have Miiverse at home for, you know, connecting with people when you're sitting down and when you're drawing and when you're... Well, you think of Miiverse, of course, it's coming to 3DS. Yeah. I understand so, what you're trying to say. It's like, wouldn't it be awesome if, you know, you could take the... Let's talk about, like, if you could take the Wii U controller, go out, play games, street pass people, and then take it home, yeah, and then the, it, it pings to your console, and then your friends list gets updated with yeah. the people you meet on the street. Like, that, there, that I completely I think just, understand. I, again, like, yeah. I know this is a complete, like, you know, what if situation that I had thought up in my head. Yeah. Um, just before I go on any further, I want to hear from Cameron what your thoughts were on the... Uh, I think it's an interesting idea, but I think that's developing for today's market space. I, I don't know that in three years, two, three years from now, I don't personally, I don't feel that portable is going to be anything like it is right now with the way that phones and other devices like that have very quickly in the past few years just eaten up the marketplace. Will that continue and to the point that they absolutely have everything or will it or will it peak? I don't know. I just. I think that gamers yeah. like uh, people like us want buttons. Still. Are we enough? Uh, we well, have been we're for enough a long right time. now. So, like, uh, we're still are you enough? Making... Are you enough to sustain? It's enough to sustain a company like Nintendo. I would say. Yeah. Is it enough to sustain or satiate Ubisoft's appetite? Is it enough to satiate Activision's appetite? EA's appetite? Of course not. Yeah, they already de- they already developed for they don't even develop for the 3ds. See, yeah. So this is this is Unless the other Skylanders Swap Force. <laughs> no, Jesus. Christ. So this is the other thing that I'm that you know part of what I was thinking of. You know, this I think it would be a, a good idea for Nintendo because you know they're not getting the third party support. You know, and when it comes to like DS games, most of the good games are from Nintendo, and, and same for Wii U. You know, they're not getting the strong three um, third party support. Mm. Um, and they're having to split their focus on two different systems. So mm-hmm. if they kind of came up with a way to just have it just one and can kind of do both with just the one game, I think if they could find a way in which that it works, um, that it would be really good. Because there are their opportunities like, you know, with Street Pass. Yeah. You know, Street Pass people, and then you come home and then you could yeah. imagine playing like some like you could play Street Pass type games, but made for like the like a home console, like on Wii U, and the type of mini games that they could come up with. Yeah, you know? no, that I, I mean, I feel like even now I should be able to tap my 3DS onto my Wii U, and then when I'm playing Pikmin, like, oh, that's someone I street passed. Look at him yeah. in the distance, dying from a lack of oxygen. <laughs> like, I, I think all those. I think it is. It's. It is. A, it is a good idea. Um, but there's always the disadvantages, of course, to something like that. Yeah, well, there's tons of disadvantages. Yeah. Yeah. So. Anyways, that was just my thought. I think it's cool. I, I want to see. I, maybe it is the correct response to how things are going. I don't know. I like I said. I think for me personally, I think it would be a good idea for them because you know they can focus all their attention on one system. And if people want to play it at home, boom. If people want to play it portable. Here you go. And then then they can just kind of bombard more games onto the. Yeah, I think that both. It is. It is something that could be a more viable option now. That and something new and completely you, different. You can have, um, you know, uh, 
you can buy memory like digital like memory at such a cheap price now yeah, yeah. where you could have the amount of space that's on a disc on a cartridge mm-hmm. i think the the switch might be going uh away from disc and going to cartridge back games back where, to where cartridge like <laughs> where, like like yeah you like, never so, know okay, imagine imagine like you have uh an sd card which it wouldn't be but like uh, a 3ds cartridge or like yep, whatever yep, the next yep, thing is yep. and you that's the thing where you, put you have in. the home thing you pop it in there exactly. and you have the other one because there's no way they're gonna be like guys pop a disc in on the go discs guys, so guys. well you have to do it in a meaningful <laughs> way because now it just sounds like the ps Vita tv well guys the, the internet does exist i'm pretty sure just downloading and transferring well, yeah. that way will be the way if this happens yeah, that will be that the, it's be, not gonna be a disc it's not gonna be a thumbstick that would it's be, going to you know, be downloaded. something else as well you know it'd be because you know now they're really Bluetooth. focusing on digital downloads right so that might mm-hmm. be something that you know, if they realize, you know, this is really working, this is something that we can do, you know, they're trying to merge, they're doing a lot of merging of things. I just don't like the idea of downloading my I know. 10 gigabyte game. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. I, I really don't like that. Well, no, I think they if have. I get forced because into it's it, kind of like carrying $100 worth of cash with you in your pocket. <laughs> that's what, that's the feeling I get. Cause I'm yeah. old. <laughs> when, when you've downloaded. Like all of these games are on the system downloaded. That's yeah. all value that's that's there, right? I mean the simple solution is to have an account system. But yeah, yeah but anyway. It's not, it's so not like I said, that was just my Alrighty, so we didn't quite hit the nail on the head. Uh, it was pretty damn close. But it was close. Yeah, pretty close. There was, like a, started. there was like a board of nails and you hit like nine out of ten of them. Right. Like, yeah. you know, it was just like... Tappa, tappa, tappa. Tappa, tappa, Yeah. So, at the time, you know, it was it was just a, an idea and, you know, I was kind of thinking it would be something that had an actual home base and, the, and a portable controller. Yeah. You know, but now it's become just the... the the well, portable is the console. The, yeah, it does have the, the home base, yeah, the right? And then yeah. the yeah, the portable yeah. is the thing. But when, when I originally thought of it, I thought like the home base would have like some sort of power or like sure something as to opposed it. to just like overclocking the processor. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. So, um, I, I just thought that was very interesting, and that we had had that discussion, and um, mm. you know. We have a lot of insightful discussions, I feel. We uh, do. And we're, I mean, we're obviously not right all the time. But there are, <laughs> but there are some times that we're, like, on the mark yeah. in terms of, like, predicting um, trends in, in, the, in the industry and, and things like that. Um, so what, what, was, what was your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I think the biggest difference between then and now is the idea of it being, like the home portion and the portable portion and the like doing like PlayStation was doing with the Vita and PS4 or or, yeah PS3 where you can do the cross buy Mm -hmm. of a game made the most sense because I don't know about any of you guys but like Mm -hmm. the idea of the game literally being home console quality to take on the go was not even like feasibly possible no. at that point. So it goes to show how far we moved in a couple of years and how quickly technology advances yeah. that, you know, I'm sure that was probably even like Nintendo's original idea yeah. was everything you said. And then they were like, oh, the technology is here to actually support just fully taking the console to go. To take it with you. Yeah. 
Can I just commend Michael for managing to bring back the PS Vita into conversation? <laughs> we haven't. Like, knock that score off the bingo card. You haven't, you haven't had <laughs> it in a couple yes, of years, there, but we got it. Actually, I should have been playing bingo. bingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We really do. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, Cameron, um, so you had originally thought, you know, mobile gaming wouldn't have this space still. Yeah, I thought, like, it would just be, like, we got it on our phones. That That's it. Like, mm-hmm. dude, the idea of a 3DS or a Vita was just, for me at that mm-hmm. point, just, like, not a thing. Right. And it seems like, yeah, kind of, but they were just like, fuck it, just bring the whole thing with you. It's, yeah, I was wrong, but it was. it's so funny listening to you, like, those first, like, few sentences that was basically the <laughs> Nintendo Switch announcement. I was like, oh my fucking god, this bitch. I remembered you talking about it, but I don't remember it being so fucking exact. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, and then you even, like, and Fire Emblem. And yes! <laughs> that's what happened! Yeah. Uh, what, what, what were your thoughts, James? Um, I think at the time I was still kind of challenged with this concept of one game, two versions, because mm-hmm. I didn't really know how that would 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 play out. Right, because that's what we were kind of we're thinking like a home version and a yeah, and a and like a version. more basic sort of like chibi game. Yeah, like, like um, on the Dragon go. Quest Eleven for 3DS. How or yeah, it was for 3DS. How it had like the 3D graphics on the top screen and the like pixel graphics on the bottom. Except that would be like the home. And mobile version? I think I was thinking even more basic than that. Like, you'd have Fallout on your main console, but then you'd play that weird Fallout vault game on the console. Oh, okay. And I was like, so that's where your headspace yeah, is Yeah, and at. I was like, okay. I don't think that would fly. Like, I think that... Mm-hmm. I, I don't see the value in that. Um, I think what surprised me overall, and, like, this is just me feeling old, <laughs> I'm still surprised that it's all... All of the Switch is just that, like, five-inch yeah. tablet. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think it was possible... To do that. Do you guys remember when you opened your Switch, like, on launch day? And being like... No, I don't remember that, because they delivered it three doors down. (laughs) When you opened it for the first time... Thanks. Yeah. Pain point. As a friend, you should know not to bring that. (laughs) Okay, so you remember, like, the day you opened it, though, and being like, this thing is so much smaller than you even thought it would be. Yeah. Yeah. It was not what I expected. The the power in it is, like, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Too funny. Um, So then, uh, fast forward to... I don't remember exactly the exact timeline uh, or what episode this was, um, but then the NX was announced, and then we had more predictions. Um, and let's see if we hit the nail on the head again. Oh no! <laughs> They did announce the Nintendo NX, um, and nothing was revealed. Nintendo and NX. And they said that they wouldn't talk about it until next year. So next E3, 2016, is most likely when we'll hear about it. Do we think that that could possibly mean 2015 is like the ending year of Wii U and that 2016 we might see a release of whatever this next console is. I think there's two more years left. I think they'll talk about it in 2016. It'll come out in 2017. Yeah. That's just how I, I think. Because think... it's really rare that they announce something the year mm-hmm. it comes out, right? Like, they yeah. talked about Wii as the revolution for, like, three years. Three years, yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah. I guess, works. Because it's... Well, they might, they might talk about it a bit more later this year. Well, it, I, I guess it depends on what it is. If it really is just like a connecting device, then yeah, maybe they'll release it sooner, right? Because mm-hmm. we're not. Exactly but if it's a whole new, if it's thing. whole new box, I, I don't know. know. I just don't so, think so here's that. The, here's the thing, though. So, um, if it is that you know, it's something that is uh, you know, home and, and mobile. Um, 
3DS has been out now for how long? Came in 2010. 2010. Not that long. DS, DS, DS3, DS Lite and everything was out longer, right? That was like a... Yeah, like a that was like 2004 to like 2010. Uh, okay. And then they still supported it to like 2012. So yeah, 3DS been out for now five years. They just came out with the new whatever. And then... The new 3DS. <laughs> so I think... <laughs> I, I think the new Nintendo 3DS might have been kind of like a, a stopgap to kind of l- make it go a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of announcing uh, a new console. Oh, 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 Because if, okay, if it is that, that whatever next system lady. they have is yeah. going to be a, encompassing of both, then obviously you're not going to announce a new handheld. And they generally always announce handheld first, then home console, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So okay. they would be on in path to come out with whatever their oh. home, their mobile console or portable console right. is next. Yeah. Um, with with it being um, 2016 when they're going to talk about it, that would mean that 3DS would have been out for six years at that point and then Wii U would have been out for what, 2011 is when Wii U came feels out? feels like two years, really. I know. <laughs> no, so I, I agree. I, in terms why, of games, that's it why feels I, like it's only been exactly. two years. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't think it'll be 2016 for whatever, for, for NX. I think it'll be 2017 because, like, when we all bought our Wii U's, we bought them at full price launch. What was 350, the full price? 350. 350. You know, like, so, I mean, if someone told you that after, like, really just three years of games for it that they wanted you to drop another probably 400. But if, what if, but if it's not doing well? I mean, it really, it doesn't matter. I, I, mean, think, I, just, I, right. I think they I might think it release matter. it more in, like, a March time frame. Like, they might wait till after. So, like, t- March 2017, not uh, Yeah. I just I don't know think what games do there are left. That's my challenge. It's, like, I guess, I, uh, <laughs> What games are left for, for the Wii U? Yeah, that's, like, why, Zelda. like, I would love to say two years Zelda. from now, so which that's I did, why but I then my other side is, like, Zelda, Zelda's this year, mm-hmm. and then they're doing, <laughs> you know, Splatoon, Squid Monster things this year. And what else are they gonna do? Well, that's what I mean. Starface? That's this year. Star Fox. <laughs> Star Fox. Star Face. Starships. And then... But no, that's why I'm saying... That's yeah. Mario? Like, is... Mario. Is Zelda gonna be like, you know, the Wii U Swan Song? Maybe. Oh, I it's think... gonna get moved to the Nexus. Yeah, that's what they... <laughs> no, 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 no. I, They're gonna troll all That won't no, happen. No, no. I agree, that won't happen, but I think what they might do is they'll release Zelda this year, and then if it does come out in 2016, what they're going to have, because I think they learned from the Wii U, is that whatever launches with the NX is gonna be big stuff. Right. It's not gonna so be they... a Mario platformer... It would be like a Zelda and like you know uh, a new like 3D Mario or something. Like they would launch. I think I think they're gonna launch two big things side by side. I wouldn't be surprised if we had um, like a, a double Zelda. Like we had Zelda one year and then they're like, okay, here's a launch title for the next one. Skyward Sword so HD. Maybe they'll do, they'll do yeah. like Twilight Princess and release it on both. <laughs> I don't know if they'll release it on both. I think they might have, like, one for Wii U and then one. Because the one they've showed on Wii U looks very visually different from that demo they showed a couple years ago. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they branched it into two things uh, and had Guys, we are so far into speculation, I don't even know. Whatever it is, I, whatever it is, I hope it's, um, I can use my phone to play in Ocarina. <laughs> okay, so, Michael predicted the date. Michael Ba-bam. predicted the price. Ba-bam. <laughs> um, now, we were off in terms of Zelda, but I think... So, Michael, you had originally said that there would have been, like, uh, Zelda on Wii U, mm-hmm. and then a one on um, uh, the 
the now Switch. Switch, yeah. But they had delayed Zelda because exactly. remember they had shown Zelda, so we were under the impression that Zelda was coming out for Wii U, yeah. and then they were like, mm, "Delay it." Yeah. So I think if that original plan had happened, where it came out on uh, Wii U, that we might see a Zelda, not 2017, but I think we'd see a Zelda yeah, this, this year. year. Yeah. yeah. Because then they could just start working on it, use the same engine. Exactly. And then it would come out. Exactly. I 100% think another game for Zelda is going to come out in the Breath of the Wild engine because it would be pointless to throw that all away. Mm. Oh, and price point wise, that was in Canadian dollars. Yes. It's 2 in the States, but it's 3 here. Well, yeah, of yeah. course, we're going to be you yeah, know, yeah. thinking of things in, yeah, yeah. in, in Canadian prices. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we are just very insightful. Not we, you guys, because in that clip you can fully hear me not drinking the Kool-Aid being like, this is way, you're speculating way too far. This is ridiculous. <laughs> you're idiots. I do love listening back to this stuff because like, it's like, it's like, wow. Yeah. Oh my God. It's you know, crazy. I just want to toot their own horn, but like, yeah. What were your thoughts, James, on like, overall just like, that conversation? I think, uh, I think we're like the Hardy Boys. <laughs> Nancy Drew. We've been piecing shit together for years. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm happy that it's all worked out. <laughs> we're all enjoying it and we're all having a good time. Yeah, it. I mean, I, the Wii U was a failure in terms of its the way it was launched and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It had great games. It did. Because we're seeing them all on Switch now. I think the thing about the and Wii U... they so much better on Switch. <laughs> is that they... Mario Kart is... Yeah, did you see Mario yeah. Kart 8 has outsold the lifetime sales of Mario Kart 8 on right? Wii U? Yeah. Like, in, and in, in Odyssey uh, is like... And I'm sure Bayonetta is doing amazing, Bayonetta too. Bayonetta today officially outsold Bayonetta on Yeah, It's well. just Good. like the the Wii U to me. Like five months. Playing it, even in like 2015, even 2016, it was yes. like clear that it had been a failure, but... As a player of the console, it was still it felt good. It's still Whereas enjoyable. now with the Switch, I'm like the the Wii U was such a failure in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like like it's almost impossible. It's like unplayable yeah. now, especially when everything just gets moved to the Switch. Yeah, it was just honestly like like I had mentioned before, like just the ex- like going through it with the. The Wii Remote, making sure the Wii Remote has a battery, and then the Wii Motion Plus, if you yeah. didn't have a, a thing, you had to plug that in at the bottom, and then the tablet had to be charged, and then the, oh, it, was it was just a lot. It's too much. A production. Yeah. It was a production. When you compare it, it to the Switch, where it's just like, click, you just pick it up, and just it just turns on. Yeah. Oh, and that's so the other thing. The yeah. Wii U, like, it takes forever to turn on. Mm-hmm. Like, in comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's just crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so we're going to shift gears for a bit, um, and uh, we had a discussion about social, uh, the climate of um, social gaming um, at, at, at the time, and um, I, uh, there was like a, a, a talk that uh, Manvir Air had, Yes. Um, and uh, yeah, so we're just going to go over this intro clip. You remember, like, a few months ago, we mentioned this back when GDC was on. Mm-hmm. There was a Bioware developer named Manvir Hare. I'm 90% sure I pronounced that right this time. Speaking of racism. <laughs> 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 
And he had a fantastic talk on social injustice uh, towards women, visual minorities, LGBTQ, etc. characters. Sorry if you're pretty, etc. I, I just don't know anymore. <laughs> I just don't know all I the letters. I, I can't remember all of them. A-A-I-Q-Q-2-S. Yeah, sure. Okay. Not we love, to, we love all I didn't of do it in the right order, but I think that's, I think that's I think all, think all of them. I think I covered all of them. Yeah. Anyway, so he had a fantastic talk on this topic, and it was very well received by the people who were there. He got a like couple minute long standing ovation. It was pretty neat, and then it was picked up by gaming journalism after. And for the most part, it was good. Good conversations were had mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Of course, there was some dick bags on the internet, but dick bags on the internet will be dick bags. Haters mm-hmm. be hating. Beginning uh, portion um, intro. Um, basically, in a nutshell, the discussion talked about social injustice in gaming and representation of minorities and and, and etc. Uh, in gaming. And again, that this conversation was had in twenty fourteen. Okay, yeah. I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so, how do we feel that climate is is now? Do we feel it's improved? In games? In games. Okay. Yeah. I was like, like, <laughs> I was like girl, we don't have the time we don't have to the, unpack yeah, it outside no. of games. We, we don't even have the time to unpack it inside of games yeah. necessarily. Well, yeah. Cameron, yeah. It, generally speaking. Yeah. Um, Cameron, how do you feel that we are now versus... So, to, some things to keep in mind that has mm. happened since then. Yes. Um, there was the Ubisoft incident where it right. was... Too difficult to render a female. Correct. In Assassin's Creed. In Assassin's Creed. Boobies. Um, uh, that's one incident that sticks out in my mind. Um, I can't remember any others. But there were, were some incidents that had come up, like, where, you know, developers were just, like, being lazy in terms of yeah. wanting to put mm-hmm. just a female character. We're not even asking for, you know... It, to be yeah. an Asian or a black person or whatever. Yeah. We were just asking for, hey, can I just be a girl? And yeah. that was too much. That was too much. So do we feel that that has improved at least? I I don't think as a whole it's improved much because we still have games like game uh, God of War that just came out, which is a lot of a fantastic game. Uh, one of the major driving factors of the game is the character's wife, and you see her on screen during certain parts. Oh, don't tell me I haven't seen her. I'm not going to... No, she never says a word. She has no agency in the story. There, And then beyond that, there's a couple female characters, and apparently at least one of them has done well. So that's just an example of that trend kind of continuing. You said the Ubisoft problem. They did then come out and tried to do a uh, game that had the option to play a female protagonist. So I think people are getting called out for it and are having to make a response, but I don't think the default yet is to actually try. With the exception, and I'm not saying that they're perfect for it, Blizzard has done a better job with Overwatch than most other develop most major developers I will sure. say yeah. the indie scene mm-hmm. is a whole is different a, yeah, completely yeah. different and I, I, it's I, yeah, wonderful I, for that yeah um, one of the things I think that I feel is that sometimes it's because of the discussions that are being had about uh, social justice um now I feel that some developers are just kind of just doing it just to tick a box to say I here you can play as a girl, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily done in a way that it just is part of the game. Mm-hmm. Do you, yeah. you get what I mean? Like yeah. where it's like okay, like for instance, um, same with Ubisoft. 
in their option for the, 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 one of the Assassin's Creed's was to be like, oh, you have a twin and it's a girl. Yeah. And you can just play as her, but... Well, you play as both. Like, you would swap. Yeah, but it, so it wasn't like... I feel like they kind of did that just to be like, to make up for, not necessarily like that was an intention. I'll, I'll fully admit I, I didn't play that game, but I do remember hearing that her character does feel different and has her own motivations rather than just being like a palette swap. So I'm not okay. sure, but again, I didn't play the game, so I can't speak to that. Hmm. Um, one big disappointment I had with a series that I really like was uh, Mass Effect Andromeda's uh, queer options were not great, especially for male characters. You had mm-hmm. one full romance thing with a character that isn't a squad mate, whereas all the heterosexuals mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. there following you around. The Gil, we're talking. Yeah, yeah, Gil, and then you had the other option of another character who is only there for kind of one planet, and then he makes... Why? And it's a fantastic little story, but it is not as large a story as, say, Cora, the heterosexual woman. Um... Then after hearing that, they were like, "Oh, we hear your we we hear that you you didn't like it, so we've added in the option for you to bang um, one of the alien characters, Jaw, uh, who was yeah yeah who was uh, I don't know if he was ever written for that, but they just sort of forced they, it yeah, in. Yeah, they just kind of there, there's nothing in there that really lets you have that kind of story. You're just like you know. Yeah, for me, having yeah. squad mate is like the biggest thing because with every other like type of relationship, you at least have one option of someone being a squad mate. Mm-hmm. So like, I loved in Mass Effect three at least, and that was only the first time it had happened. But exactly. Kaden was like your could be your squad mate, yeah. right? And I loved. I was like, come on, boo, let's go shoot some reaper. It's like you know. Uh, and even to that game, like, Cortez was the other option. He wasn't a squad mate, but he was your pilot, so he was always there, and there were parts where you had to you had to do something so that he could get out, or he did something so you could get out. So there's still that agency of, like, I'm doing this for my boyfriend kind of thing, which is something that we don't get in these games, and I'm really, no. like, I'm sick of going and saving my wife or my girlfriend or my, my daughter that, like, just, like... Well, okay. It's... it's it's not. I've I've played that story, and it was really sad when Mass Effect Three didn't let me do that again. You mean Andromeda? Uh, sorry, Andromeda. Sorry. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts, James? Uh, my thoughts on this are, are very very complicated, um, but in a way, I think I've stopped trying to look to video games to find that that mm-hmm. because. I mean, I know, like, even in video games specifically, just in terms of the culture around it and it just being inherently more of a digital community, Mm -hmm. it can just get so complicated and it can get so ugly. Like, when Andromeda didn't do well, like, everyone's like, oh, it's not doing well because you want to have a lady and you want gay people in it. So no one's going to buy your game because we're sick of ladies and gay people. And it's like, yeah, that's not really a thing for me in, mm-hmm. in that sense to, to engage with which could be seen as shutting down um, but it's just it's become more difficult like I feel like there was an era and like this is me probably getting a bit old but I feel like there was like a like a post 90s video game thing where it's like oh we're gonna try to make it super cool and progressive and it's gonna be awesome and then now it's just like a very noisy yeah debacle mm-hmm. every single time like what, what was yes. that other game that came out what that, that guy um the game about medieval times. 
that came out, what is it, For Honor, Honor, For Honor, whatever. So there was that whole, there was a whole debate in it behind, like, it's all only white people, and the guy was like, well, it was medieval times, so it was only white people, and then other people were like, no, that's not true. (laughs) But, like, but even this default of, like, someone saying, I'm going to take the easy way out by just saying, I'm going to make an old-time game set in Europe, so I don't have to deal with this. I really liked uh, that that time in history in the 1960s where black people suddenly existed. They just, like, popped into the universe. Right, right, but even yeah. like that sort of default to be like, oh fuck, I don't want to deal with this. Like, so I, just, I wanted to make a game, game about white people on purpose. Like, it's it just like for me, it's like, okay, is that kind of where we're at? Where we yeah. don't really want to do this yeah. anymore? Like, we're all kind of, t- and it sold really well. Yeah. It did extremely well. It did. Um, so it's just kind of like, all right, well, this is kind of where we're at. So yeah, yeah I agree you know? with James. Like, I don't necessarily. I, I enjoy when I can find representation in games, but like. Um, I don't know. I also still kind of use games for, like, escapism and certain mm-hmm. things, and I don't think that everything needs to have a romance option. No, absolutely or, not. Of course know, not, but... Like, no, 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 I, I, yeah. I, yeah. And, and, like, you know, that's not to say that the game could still have, like, a gay protagonist, where it's not about the romance, they're just a gay protagonist, and that would be great to see, but I guess I kind of look for it in other places and other mediums. Have you played The Last of Us? No. Okay, because I... Correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe there's a gay character yeah, in there the girl. where it's not like I thought there was a guy. Oh, there's there, there a guy. Was, there was a, there was a yeah. side character. Yes, uh, like a like guy that, or whatever. Yeah, where he's gay and it's just his brother. It, it, like it's he, not yeah. forced. Yeah. Like it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just happens well, to be gay and it's not like forced. So I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. It's good that these things are happening. Mm-hmm. So I would say overall, I would say even the the. Like, okay, I'm only, like, six hours into the new God of War right now, right? But I can't speak to anything involving the wife, but, like, I've played all of the previous games, and this has nothing to do with, like, I guess, uh, gay representation, but even just, like, the evolution of a character, seeing the way in which Kratos has evolved since the original games, and how the developers are like, I'm not the same person I was in 2003, Mm -hmm. and I want to reflect that in my games, and seeing that kind of maturity and nuance in it, to me, I really appreciate Mm -hmm. seeing that in the game, where Mm -hmm. it might not be me, but I enjoy seeing, like, how that's happened in games. It's like, whoa, this is so different from what an M-rated game was in 2003. Yeah. Well, to... Overall, what I will say is that I think what it was in 2013, 2014, to what it is now, is an improvement. Now, how much of an improvement... That is mm-hmm. debatable, mm-hmm. but where we were and where we are, I think, is a better place, not the best place. Mm-hmm. Can't yeah. fix everything overnight. Right. But growth is growth. But because yeah. it doesn't fix overnight, that doesn't mean that it will never get fixed. There's not just one solution. we got to keep trying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now, to switch gears to something, to the more funny moments of uh, video My game realness. God. Of which there are many. And like half of them are James saying ridiculous <laughs> shit. Well, that's funny you say that because that is the first clip coming up right now. I mean, this is one of the reasons I see E3 changing significantly, and I'm not surprised Nintendo chose not to come either. The, the way games are distributed, the way they're sold, the way they're presented, I think is changing drastically, and I think E3 will shrink as we continue to go forward. But in terms of third parties, I mean, we've covered EA. EA is going to 
They're going to do their typical thing. They're going to show their shooters. They're going to show their sports games. They're going to let Bioware do their own thing because, let's be honest, Bioware and EA probably don't get along really aside from the fact that the latter owns the former or the other way around. I forget which order I said that in. I don't in. think that's a good relationship there It's either. not a good relationship. It's like an abusive relationship of sorts. What I'm really curious about... So Konami already did their E3 press conference, so I'm more, always more interested in Japanese developers. So Konami already did their pre-E3 press conference, and it is their press conference because last year's was terrible. So they did it earlier this year. It was all video pre-recorded, much like Nintendo's. They didn't really show anything. Um, the one I'm looking forward to, because I will delightfully probably uh, see their failure, uh, is Square Enix. Um, there is absolutely... That company has gone downhill. <laughs> and everyone's laughing because I'm so malicious about Square Enix. But Square Enix has sold you out. Bitch. They have sold out. You think, you think, if you think Nintendo releasing Mario games over and over again, there is nothing worse than Square Enix releasing multiple versions of the same version of Final Fantasy IV on every single device ever made in this world. I personally love their PlayStation uh, announcement when they show, oh, here's a video that you've already seen, and by the way, come back for E3, but... No. Exactly. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm on the same side. I feel yeah. like they've done some great things in the past, but dang, have they ever had a rough time in the past few years. They have lost their mojo. They made three ver- They made three, They made made two sequels to a game nobody wanted in the first yeah, place. No, well, hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Let's clarify. We did want Final Fantasy Thirteen, but then when we played it and realized, oh, I just need to press X and then... Walk down a hallway. Shift, and then walk, and then... Like, it wasn't... It wasn't what anyone wanted. And then what, was, what I find the most upsetting with that is that everybody voiced their concerns about the game and its linearness and that it's, the battle system is too... It's not free. And then they released the sequel with everything the same. Right, right. And that's a very business mindset. So they clearly invested a ton of money in, in building this engine and building this this uh, battle system, and the only way they can actually break even is to throw tons of volume at it. So they just use the same engine and make the same game until they break even, but I don't really see that happening. They are in a lot of trouble. Uh, their CEO quit, I think. WADA ha- um, has now quit. I thought North America North America, won. okay, so I know it's North definitely. America. And then, I mean, they are also, because they bought Ido, is it Eidos or Eidos? Yeah, they bought Eidos. Like yeah. years ago, right? And then so um, the new Tomb Raider game came out a few months ago, and it sold like four million copies or whatever, but which is failure. really good. But it was a failure in their eyes Financial because failure. because it can't save the the company from all of their other losses. You know, a little bit of something different every day. I have not touched. Lightning Returns since the day I bought it. So the day the day I bought the day I bought it, I went home and I turned it on and I watched the opening cinematic and I was like, oh, it's okay, she's Jesus, you know. And then I played for a little bit and then I'm still stuck in the very first town because I don't know where I'm supposed to go. So I just left that off. Just, I'm going to come back to it eventually. No, you're not. No, I do want to... Like, literally, the, the playtime right now is an hour and 45 minutes. I need to put a little bit more into it. You need it. to put a little bit more time into it so you can throw more shade. No, I'm not going to. No, but, like, yeah. legitimate shade. Yeah, and, and just to finally say, yes, I don't want to play this. <laughs> I stopped playing because I just didn't know what to do. It wasn't like I, it wasn't because I was upset with the mechanics. Mm-hmm. I was just not... I didn't know where to go. 
That's so Because it wasn't 6 a.m. in the morning. I was like, I don't know what to do for five hours in this game. <laughs> oh, so, that's too funny. That's what I've been playing. Anyway. I, so, a couple questions before we begin. <laughs> the f- burning question on everyone's mind. James, did you finish Final Fantasy Lightning Returns? No. <laughs> I never... I never figured out what to do. You're still in that town? I'm still in the same place. So you go to this town, and then you have to follow these robed people to, like, because there's some cult or some shit like that, mm-hmm. and you they only show up at 6 a.m., and it's, like, a, a minute is an hour, or I don't know. It was just, like, yeah. really complicated, so I just never so, so it's it. like a Majora's Mask thing where the mailman or only shows up at a certain time in certain places. Yeah, but, like, the benefit of Majora's Mask is that Clock Town is small, yeah. and, like, there aren't that many people, so, like, it's very obvious. See, and you can rewind and time. Exactly. But here, it's, like, they overpopulated the town. You're supposed to look for some bitch in a robe. <laughs> I just gave up. Everyone's wearing robes. I yeah, and yeah, I, I, it's just so I, I returned it. <laughs> you, you returned I traded it in for like three. So dollars. lightning was returned. Yeah, yeah, she lightning was returned. was returned. And then I watched the ending of it on YouTube. Was the ending good? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> was it hope like God or something in that game? Yeah, so something happens with hope. He takes some. He he takes on the role of Bazova Bulba or whatever, and then someone gets scrubbed from history, and like there's like crying and there's fragmentation. And hope was rain, right? Like yeah, hope was rain. Yeah, yeah. yeah, It became one of these birth by sleeps sort of things. Cool. Anyway, (laughs) so (laughs) so there was a couple uh, interesting um, uh, things that you had mentioned uh, on the on the the first clip. Um, where, you know, Square Enix is a, how about a, a somewhat of a decline. Not what they used to be. Yeah. I would say. And I still feel that way. Yeah. And, um, but you made an interesting comment about how they need to continue to throw volume at these engines that they've created because they need to recoup the cost. So that's why we had Final Fantasy XIII 2 and we had... Lightning Returns, because they've invested so much money in this engine, mm-hmm. um, they need to do something with it so that they can make the money back. Mm-hmm. And we're seeing the same thing happen now with Final Fantasy XV, where they just announced, I think, a couple of weeks ago, or maybe like within the last month, sure. that they're going to continue developing Final Fantasy XV well into 2019. This game came out in 2016. It started development, technically... In 2006. I know. It was a 10-year development. Now I remember. It was announced way back when Final Fantasy XIII was announced, mm-hmm. and they, they talked about all the games that were going to come out oh. on this engine. Final Fantasy Novella Crystallis. Yes. Yeah. That was in 2006 on PlayStation 3. And they're, they're, they're still, into 2019, going to still be working on this game. I would feel honestly, I would the, the, as a developer, I would quit. I would quit. I I don't want to work on this. Well, I want to do something are, else. The like the people that are working on it are probably new people. <laughs> like it is probably not. Yeah, they switched A Team over. Yeah, like A Team's on Kingdom Hearts three now, girl. Oh, my, I mean, uh, the other thing about the engine, right, is at least now they've had the like wherewithal to switch to Unreal Four. But could you imagine spending ten years building this thing and then being like, oh, we're gonna use Unreal Four now? 
It's just like, but they're not going to do it for fifteen. But for no, every, but I yeah, mean, I no, but I just mean as a company spending ten, and also All three, this time three, three months ago they had the nerve to come out and say, "Oh, now we know how to develop an HD, so the next development cycle will be shorter." I was like, "You mean shorter than ten years?" Yeah, like that's like I fucking nerve. So, shorter yeah. than ten years. The fucking nerve. Like the first you. iPad came out. Like what? Like yeah. like the first on. iPhone, iPad, like. Like, it happened. was a different time. Yeah, like, I just... T9 texting 10 years ago. Yeah, like, yeah. Come yeah. on, guys. This is... Uh, honestly, like, I... Look. We... All this shade comes from a place of love. Mine like, doesn't. I have no attachment. Well, to you have no attachment. But, like, <laughs> it's just, like... It's exhausting to, for me. <laughs> you know, no, I'm, I'm serious. It's so true. It's exhausting to deal... Like, to play 15 and then... They're treating it like it's an MMO, but it was a singular story experience. And then they're like, oh, we're going to add on all this stuff afterwards. I'm not going to go and play it again. No. You call me when it's done <laughs> and then I'll play it yeah. because they just came out with the Royal Edition, which is supposed, which has all the, I think like the Royal Chapter Ed- Knock, Chapter Peagle, Chapter Noctis, right. Chapter Gladiolus, Chapter whatever the fuck his name is. So I feel like the Royal Edition is what was supposed to be the game because you know there's like moments where people leave and you don't know where the fuck they're going or why they left now it's in this edition so now it's a cohesive story that makes sense I feel like this version is the version that was meant to come out in 2016 but now they're also adding other stuff on so it's like you know what you call me when you're done and then maybe I'll consider playing this game again (laughs) Consider you'll be waiting by, by the phone for a long time, bro. You know, like <laughs> because once I'm done playing an RPG from start to finish, I don't want to go back and to what do I do? Like rewind to chapter whatever when so and so leaves to mm-hmm. to play that chapter out of sequence. Like I want to play it start know, to finish. Like it's just, yeah. anyways. Um, I I had to revisit the <laughs> that moment because you know it was funny. Other funny moments um, that uh, occurred in the past. Michael, you're... Just me. No, <laughs> no, no Michael, you were here. Hysterical. Yeah. No, um, your stance on Pokemon. Oh my God. And what it was <laughs> and what it is today. Yes, girl. So for those who don't remember... Cameron and I flip-flopped. 100%. So let's take a listen on Michael's stance on Pokemon back in 2014. No. 13. 2013. Yes. Wow. When X and Y came out. What? It's, it's, oh my god, okay. It's broken. It's a See, very broken yeah. Pokemon. I only have Hone Edge right now. It has not evolved into a Dublade. Oh, yet. boy. Um... <laughs> Oh you told me god. you hated how it looked, and that's why you didn't want it. You were well, like, "Well, and it is it's, it's fucking stupid and ugly. I don't like it. Every time, every time I keep thinking about something else, I want to switch out for it, and then I'm like, "Oh, it's really powerful." Michael but. told me, Michael, we were talking about this at school, and he told me he chooses all of his mainline Pokemon based on the way that they look, and I think that's that he, what a lot of people, a lot do. Of people do. That Cuteness. that's you know? shallow. Well, I mean, okay. <laughs> that's okay. I totally get what you're saying. It's funny, but I just had never used that. So it was something that I never... I've never gone about Pokemon as like, gotta catch them all. I've always gone about Pokemon as like... That's the slogan, Michael. I've always gone through it as like, gotta get the ones I want. You're (laughs) doing... No, Mike, I've, I've Michael, you're doing it wrong. 
Get the You're ones you want. <laughs> well, <laughs> I gotta get the ones you want, Pokemon. Oh, yes. <laughs> I gotta be the very best. Anyway, so. But then when you finish one of those minigames or you use a punching bag, because this has confused me so much, mm-hmm. when you use a punching bag mm-hmm. and then it says like plus 12, whatever, yep. it doesn't get plus 12 until the bar on the side gets to the top. And no, it no, wouldn't no, even no, be no. 12, no, right? No. So you know that little graph that it shows like yeah, yeah, the, the different yep. The spider web thing. Yeah. yeah, it gets plus 12 for that. And okay. it like So basically saying... The more it has of like special attack or HP or whatever in each direction, the next time it levels up, it gives more points towards that specific stat. The next so, time oh. it levels up, what, what, what about it's that also, bar on the side? That what is does that mean? so total EVs that you can have is like five hundred and something something, etc. Once that that's what that bar on the side is. It's showing how many more you can get. Once you're at the full, then you can't add any more EVs. I'm over it. Oh, I can't. Jesus. Oh my god! I, I can't. Guys, everything makes so much more sense. I'm totally gonna do this now. I don't want to. <laughs> Honestly, Pokemon is too complicated yeah. now. I'm over no, it. No, no, but I'm only, never playing not again. Not on every Pokemon. Just on like my Hone Edge is a slow motherfucker, and now I'm gonna add like plus two speed, which is gonna do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that's Wait, wild. Yeah, so, okay. No. I do, I do, yes, I do two things. I judge Pokemon based on cuteness and, and anything that's like. Not an attack it, move. Yeah, if it's not an attack move, if it's like swords dance or something like that, I'm like, I don't need this. That's not gonna do damage. Sword dance is pretty important. Sword dance, sword dance is really, it's super OP. Yeah. It's one of the best, uh. I know, I know, I know, I know, but still. I like yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same, though. Right. I do, I don't have. I, I look think, at it, I'm like, that can't do damage. Why I've do I want to keep like that shield, around? I've God, I, I you, my when I had a um uh what was the Pokemon in um the the snake the snake superior snake. Yeah. yeah um I gave it uh sleep powder yeah leech seed, seed Giga Drain, drain. and it's in that that is what I want to get that's is so there a brutal slow agonizing death yeah, yeah Woo, so girl yeah that's like so then I also have um uh my 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 vile plume. Um, so do you know that, uh, TM Venoshock? Yeah. yeah. It does double damage if they're poisoned. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yes. I gave it Toxic. Yeah. So which yeah. is Insta-Poison, and then Venoshock, girl, <laughs> you better switch your Pokemon out if you're poisoned, because you're fucking dead after a Venoshock. Doesn't even matter if, like, you're, like, not affected, like, if it's not effective. Not effective. Dead. I'm so bad at this game, I'm realizing. I'm not very good at it. Yeah, I'm not very good at Pokemon. I'm slowly realizing talking to you people. (laughs) Because I'm just like, hey, what's the prettiest move I can have, right? I do that too, though. Geomancy. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Moonblast. Moonblast is gorgeous. Oh my god. Fairy wind. What is it? Great petal storm or petal blizzard? It's like, oh, leaves are everywhere. (laughs) It's just so much fun. Doesn't matter if it's unaffected, just it's everywhere. So if you're someone who's continuously listened to this podcast, you will know that, Michael, you do not feel... I do not feel that way anymore. (laughs) Anymore. At all whatsoever. To quote bridesmaids, if you're growing, you're changing. (laughs) (laughs) So you have had a complete change in your stance on Pokemon. You've not doubled down. You have not tripled down. You have, like, 
all in on Pokemon. Uh-huh. You went to doing the Pokemon trading card games. Uh-huh. You went. Oh, that was fun, wasn't it? That was fun. That was fun. You went into. Uh, you got every game after X and Y. Uh-huh. You like worked I also on went every, back and I bought like all of the old versions that I didn't have. Like, as in, like if I had Pearl. Then I bought Diamond. Wow. And like, well, it was because, like, there was this crazy thing. One day on the EB Games website, I just decided to, like, type in and see what ones they had on their website. And they just had, like, one copy of, like, each of the things. And they weren't, like, the super jacked up, like, $70 for Soul Silver sort of a thing. It was, like, $14.99. So oh, I just, like, shit. bought every version. Ah, might yeah. as well. Um, so, what happened? I, like, I... I don't know. <laughs> it was with Sun and Moon, right? Well, it was or like, was it before what was that? the change? I, like, what just like clicked, and you were just like, you were breeding Pokemon, you were getting your Pokedex filled. Yeah, okay. So like, the first were, time I filled my Pokedex was with Sun and Moon, right? But that didn't even happen like when it came out. When it came out, I cared about. Okay, so let me put it this way: my stance <laughs> on like. I, I try and have really good type coverage. I still care about, like, cuteness in a certain way of Pokemon. Do you still get rid of Swords Dance? Sometimes. Okay. Like, I don't still, like... Be, okay, because in the mainline games, like, you don't need all of the status effect moves to, like, to win. To beat the, the, yeah, the, the thing, right? The but, single like, competitive well. battling, yeah, those are really useful moves. Um, but, like, I... Fully EV train my Pokemon now. I do IV breeding. Um, Like, yeah, I care about like base stats. Mm -hmm. I use Smogon, which is like the competitive battling like scene and everything. Yeah, it's really good. (laughs) It's the site where it's like, I wonder how good my Pokemon is. Oh, garbage. Fun. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? The thing for me though is that like I I don't necessarily pick things in like like OU, which is overused category. Yeah. Um but like I'll I'll pick stuff in like that was a thing. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah. You know how other games have like tiers like S tier, A tier, Pokemon is like Uber, overused, underused, never used, and that's And rarely used. Rarely used, yeah. And that's if you go in a tournament, you play in a rarely used tournament and you can only pick Pokemon from a rarely used tier kind of thing. Uh, that way, you're, it's not just everyone has Mewtwo, then blah. And, to, and the Ubers are the only, like, you'll never be in an official Nintendo tournament playing with Ubers. Yeah. You'll only be uh, playing in, like, a smoke on tournament, like, yeah. using Ubers or something. Anyway, so, like, you do this, there's the moves, there's, like, the thing, the EV spread, like, I properly do all of that. I breed my Pokemon. I have a Destiny Knot, like, yeah, like, breeding for six IVs, perfect shit. I breed for shiny. Now so, it's like, oh my god, you're bitch. you're a poke you're a poke fan. You're you're a poke fan. My desk at work is oh, no. like so. It is Pokemon to the max. I have like. 20 pins, I have plushies, I have posters, 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 I have, like, little figures, like, it is, I'm, so I, I quit my job in my last days this upcoming Friday, and I have to pack up my desk. Oh my and God, like, that's gonna take all week. I'm driving to work one day, so I can, like, just load up my car, because it's, wow. like, oh, it is God. so full. I'll so, take a picture before it, it goes away. I, so. I just also want to comment that, um... Because there's no video, I've been sitting here with my mouth open, and and me and James have been yeah. staring yeah. at each other like, what in the world yep. is going on? Because <laughs> I didn't know about these categories, uh-huh. Smogon, like... It's been, like, a slow evolution. Like, because yeah. if, you, if you 
go all in. Like, it's very confusing. There's so many different things, right? Oh, and then I started watching competitive Pokemon battling. You know what it was? It was, I started watching the Pokemon World Championships in 2016. Mm. And then I, like, got into, like, the movesets and the categories and the this and the that. And, like, oh, abilities are so cool. And then breeding for abilities. And then I was like, oh, well, I want to make sure that if I'm going to use this Pokemon, I have the best stats for that Pokemon. So I don't care about having the highest stat Pokemon in the series. I care about having the, the be best the best you that you right. can be, right? And then I appreciate it started that. from that. And then with Sun and Moon, the Pokedex, you only have to get 300 Pokemon to complete that Sun and Moon Pokedex, oh. which felt like an attainable goal. Yeah, so I did it, and that's it. Well, it's definitely a very interesting turn of events uh-huh. of how you were before and how you are now. Um, but one thing that I think has never changed in, in how you are on this podcast uh-huh. is your bargain bin realness. Yes, yes. yes girl. Let's, click, click, clack. Let's take a trip down memory lane of these bargain bin realness moments, some of them submitted by fans on Twitter. Because to call out the bargain bin realness. Oh my god. Let's, let's take a let's take a listen. Let's do whatever. Yeah, let's go over. It's let's because rap. the game is pretty short overall. I'm um, like I'm like I guess nine like hours it. in and I'm like fifty percent of one hundred percent completion. Oh, okay. yeah, it's short. So that's why I waited until now to buy it because Shoppers Drug Mart had it on sale for twenty nine dollars. Works at Shoppers, so she gets me a discount too. Stop! This so is Michael's bargain bin spectacular. <laughs> but I saw it and I was like, "Ooh, we can stream it finally." There's something. By way, can you can you start a YouTube? Oh, Michael's bargain bin realness. Yeah, bargain bin Michael Brown's bargain bin realness. In the stream, we were giving out a Smash Bros. demo code, and I, um, the question I originally asked streamers, but, uh, or viewers, apparently they'd only been listening for, like, four weeks, so they didn't know I asked, what were the two things I always get made fun of on the podcast for? <laughs> and listening to Mario Babos! <laughs> I said, well, what are two things, because there's many, but... <laughs> We've some shady bitches. Okay, so the long discussions. I had bargain bin. Yeah. Okay, so the two in my mind. Did we still not get them? Were were bargain bin. Were my like EB Games returning bargain bin whatever and PS Vita. Yeah. And yeah. Can I be honest? Yesterday I was on the subway and I saw this guy playing Persona 4 Golden on his PS Vita special Persona 4 edition. And I saw that and I wanted to like. Give him your number. So find each other to play with. Like, find me one other person. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, do you need someone to multiplayer with? Because my friend has one of those. <laughs> then um, I it's called Near on <laughs> PS Vita. That's their that's that their, their spot street pass. pass or street pot, pass, yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Oh. The SP. I decided. <laughs> To go to Gamerama. I'm sorry, this is so long. Okay. No, no, no. Um, Good. And then I was digging through what I can only describe as a tub of (laughs) dirty Game Boy (laughs) (laughs) things. 
like sticky and like gum riddled oh, like girl, stop. Yeah, anyway, so I was digging through this is not a game center. Game center has their Game Boy games nice. Gamerama has them in a fucking Where's Gamerama? Uh it, north of Young and Night. They Winter. moved though yeah. even further north, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. they're like uptown. They're like yeah. past the Best Buy. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, so, I mean, that's not too far from where I live. So I went there, and I was digging through the box, hoping to just, like, find, like, something good. But no, you've never seen more copies of dogs with a Z, or horses with a Z, (laughs) or, like... Cats. Danny Phantom, which was, like, a Nickelodeon thing, or, um, like, every Tony Hawk's... Every Tony Hawk's game. And then every fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! game for Game Boy Advance. Oh, my God. That's so weird. And a billion copies of all of them. And then... In the middle of that pile, I find a Lizzie McGuire game. (laughs) And I was like, oh, well, like, you know, this could be fun. But anyway, I didn't buy it yesterday. And then I was like, you know, I really should. So I went right before coming to do the podcast today and then got the game for five bucks. And so it's Lizzie McGuire 2 Lizzie Diaries. (laughs) So... Lizzie McGuire 1. Lizzie McGuire 1 was also there, and I was going to get it, but I couldn't find any reviews for it on Metacritic. (laughs) But Lizzie McGuire 2 had. I wonder why. But Lizzie McGuire 2 had like a 60 on Metacritic. Voted on this though? Is it like well, one no, no, no. It was like one person. It was like Nintendo Power review and like all of this old shit. And like there were like some reviews for this game were like a seventy-five. So I was like, well, okay, for five bucks, why not, right? So I got it, put it in, and tried it. And then the very first thing, it's all cartoon Lizzie, mm-hmm. like from from the show. And um, it's so funny because it like she's like, oh, like. Getting to class is, like, such a chore. Like, it was, like, Murphy's Law. Everything's in my way, and I can't get to class. And then it's just, like, navigate your way to class. But it's, like, a platforming game. And I'd be, like, and collect diary entries on the way. But then, like, her school must be, like, a fucking mess and needs to be shut down because there's holes in the ground. There's fucking garbage cans everywhere. You gotta jump on nerds' heads to get diary That's entries. That's so rude. I know. It's so... Fun though, it's like a fun little platformer. That was the first uh-huh. level, but I also read something in a review that there's badminton in it. Oh. Um. Okay, so my bargain bin reel this is this. I went to go pick up my new 3DS XL last Friday, and then when I was there, I was saying about I wasn't sure what to do with my old. Uh, 3DS XL, my Pokemon XL, and um, EB Games had the trade thing where you could trade it up and you could get $100 to the new system, but I wanted to do the system transfer first. So the employee said, if you uh, buy it, do the transfer, and then come back in the next two days Mm -hmm. uh, with your receipt, they'll essentially refund the system and And then do the trade towards it. So I did that, but then when I went back into the store... The guy was like, oh, how do you want, like, the refund? Like, uh, is it is it fine on a gift card? And in my mind, I'm thinking, like, okay, I guess, because, like, I'm just, like, putting it in, and then it's getting refunded immediately, and then getting respent. But, uh, so he didn't refund it to my visa, so he ended up giving me a gift card, but with the $100 back... I was like, oh, wait, I wanted that back on my my visa so that I'm paying less money. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, oh, oops, since it's already on a gift card, I can't do that. So then I was like, oh, okay, so sorry to make more work for you, but then can I please return my copy of Majora's Mask 3D and my copy of the guide? 
and then use the gift card on that and get you to separately <laughs> refund it onto my visa. And so he did both of those things for me, but it was like only because you screwed up. So basically, I, I bought why. I bought the system. I can see then why. returned it. Yeah. Got the money on the gift card. Yeah, why would you put it on the gift card? Thank you. That doesn't was, make any sense. He was like, "Oh, it'll be it'll be like faster if I do it on a gift card." And I well, was like, "Well, it's not about faster. It's about what's right." <laughs> like, yeah. I bought it on my visa. So, so then for me, it was just like, "Okay, well, like since you screwed up, and I don't want to sit with a hundred dollars on my vi- uh, on a gift card when I just wanted money back." Yeah. Then, uh, sorry, because I wasn't obviously going to do the exchange like that. But then I was like, "Okay, well." Now you've got to do all of this, too, because yeah. that's, like, not my fault that you screwed up. Did so. you do this at Young and Egg? No, I did uh, this in Oakville. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Wow. Anyway, so so it's not, like, majorly bargain bit. I just enjoyed the fact that I returned something, repurchased it, and then returned two other things as a result of an error in the repurchase. Well, that wasn't your fault. That was, like, 50-year-old lady realness. <laughs> that's Cameron. what they used to do at The Gap. <laughs> yeah, so now I still have some of a gift card left because it didn't get rid of all of yeah. uh So um, I think I'm going to use it just towards Kirby and the Rainbow Curse. There you so, go. Yeah, okay, Cameron. So this is Michael Brown's Bargain Bin Realness <laughs> featuring Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> Mine is nowhere near as ridiculous. I So Delvin picked up Monster Hunter for me from uh, his store. And I played it, and we'll talk about this later, but I did not like it, and I returned it, like, the next day. Oh, because you have the edge, like, you can return things. No, no, I it had to trade it, it in. I had to, you should trade it in. I had to trade it in. I've never traded in a game before, guys. So I went in and did it, and then, she saw, like, the person I cast was super sad. Like, she clearly felt bad that I didn't like this game, and she <laughs> wanted me to like it. She's like, oh, what did you like about it? I'm like, I just, it's not my, uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh, 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 really? Oh, <laughs> oh sorry. Oh, 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 oh. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Yeah, that, that's where the grape lady has ended. Yeah. She got fired from that job, so she works in a game store in Toronto now. What game store was this? An EB Games? Uh, it was EB Games. It was just in the concourse near my building. Okay. So... I'm doing that, and she's like, oh, I need your ID. I'm like, fuck, I didn't bring my ID, because I didn't know you need ID to trade in a bloody game yeah. that's not even on... It didn't even go on my card or anything, so, like, whatever. So I go back to my office, and I go get my ID, I bring it back, and then I'm like, she's like, okay, great. Uh, did you want to trade it up for something, or just put it on a gift card? Oh, and, like, get me a Majora's Mask. She's like, oh, sorry, I literally sold the last one while you were getting your ID. <laughs> oh, my God. she felt even worse for me. Oh, my God. It's not done, oh, guys. Sorry. It's not done. So I'm like, okay, I'll just take the gift card then, and maybe I'll get it on an amiibo or something at some point. And then she gave me another look of, <laughs> you're never gonna get that amiibo kind of look. I'm just like, I know, I know. Thanks though. Oh, man. Oh. So now you're stuck with the AB Games gift card? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. you. I, I hate to say this to you, Cameron. Do you want it? No, you no. should You should have just gone to a different EB Games, because if you were trading it up to Majora's Mask, you would have gotten 30% more on your trade value. Yeah. I didn't care enough is the or thing. You could have gotten I in, just sorry. don't care enough. Or eShop credits, because you can get an eShop gift card, okay. and, then, and then applied <laughs> it towards Majora's Mask, which you then downloaded. It's right? okay. I was out, uh, like... Like $15? Yeah, because you got it. 
not at full price or something. Yeah, yeah. So I, I didn't lose out that much. And gotcha. I really just, I was so over it with Nintendo by that point. I was like, I, I don't want to put any more time into this. So and then I downloaded the game and it's fantastic. So <laughs> like, it? Three minutes later, he's like, oh my god. It's amazing. So. <laughs> Thank you. So, Mike, or Cameron, we'll, go, we'll get uh-huh. to you, Michael, in a moment. <laughs> so, Cameron, you were uh, part of the bargain bin realness. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, through an incident of having to trade in. Do you know where that cake part is? Did you ever spend it? No, I don't think I did. <laughs> I think so, I gave it away. So, you were just so over Monster <laughs> Hunter for 3DS that you were just like, get yeah. it away from me. Yeah. Trade it in, just give me the gift card, and then you threw the gift card away. I spent the, like, 60-whatever dollars it was just to hate that game for an evening. Yeah. I was, yeah. It was only 40. 40, 40, okay. So it wasn't that bad. I also, I don't think I ever bought Majora's Mask either, because I was real mad. That is, that is unfortunate. Yeah. Michael. Yeah. <laughs> so, what would you say is the driving force behind the... The, is it the thrill of the bargain? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. It's, it's the, the thrill, thrill of, like, getting it for less. Yeah. <laughs> like, and does this apply to anything else in your life, or is it mostly just video games? Like, if you're, like, say, in the market to buy, I don't know, a new computer, mm-hmm. are you, like, scouring for the bargain or I want, does it relate to just video games? Okay, the thing... If it's something that is, like, a standard sort of... Like, I I want the product that I'm going to want. And I'm willing to pay for it. But if there is a way that I can get the exact same product for a lower price, of course I'm going to do it. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to think, like... Uh, it's probably mostly applies to video games, but, like, in Ontario, we have, like, a grocery store is the scanning code of practice, mm-hmm. or, like, conduct or whatever, where if an item under $10 scans in at the incorrect price, like, let's say it was on sale for $3.99, and it scanned in at the regular price of $4.99, I am the person who will be like, oh, it scanned in at the wrong price, that's supposed to be free now, you know? Or, like... I didn't know that was a thing. I, I, oh, yeah, you can do yeah. it, you can do it wherever, any grocery store. Yeah, so, like, you know... Yeah. I, like, yeah, I'll do it. You're so okay. So it's the principle of it, you know. And like, there, I I ordered uh, like last summer during E3, right? Amazon had like this whole sale on a bunch of games, right? So I pre-ordered God of War three for forty nine dollars. So I got the game when mm-hmm. it came out last Friday for forty nine dollars. Right. Save them thirty dollars plus the tax. That, that's like, a big yeah. That's a big difference. It's totally true. Yeah, it's totally true. So would you say that your quest for Amiibos was driven partially by your thrill of the bargain, or was it actually because you wanted the Amiibos? I wanted the Amiibos because I never got the Amiibos really on any kind of a bargain, but the, the hunt for something is fun. Because you were on a hunt. Like, oh, yeah. Girl, I still like hunt for Amiibos. I still check the Amiibos. Do you not have all of them? Uh, no, 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 whenever new ones go up for like pre-order or oh, whatever. Okay. But yeah, I don't, I don't own every amiibo ever. I okay. own like the ninety-seven. Smash per, I own ninety-seven percent of like every amiibo. Oh, okay, well, probably. So which ones are you missing? Well, I have every single Smash one. I have almost every Animal Crossing one. I didn't buy all of the Kirby ones that were like for the own Kirby line. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy the Skylanders, Bowser, and DK amiibo mm. ones, and then. Uh, did you get them all the Mario ones and Zelda ones? 
I have every Zelda one. I don't have all of the Mario ones, and I'm missing one Fire Emblem one. Cool. Damn. Well, uh, oh, so James, Michael, Cameron are not the only ones immune to um, <laughs> stupid, silly moments uh, on this podcast. <laughs> I have some of my own that involve shopping as well. <laughs> Let's take a listen. <laughs> So, me, Cameron, and our friend Phil were playing the other day. Oh, my God. <laughs> and so, we were all playing as girls. Yeah. We oh, my God. Do. This is... This is. So, Cameron was playing as Tyrande. Yeah. And uh, Phil was playing as uh, Vala. They both had, like, fierce skins. And I was playing as... <laughs> oh, I heard about this. So I'm playing as Jaina. But fucking basic Jaina looks so dumpy. And like she looks kind of like thick with her thighs and stuff. Like she is like she is beastly. Like she's a little. She's like Chun Li. She's yeah. She's like Sonya with a little. Just a little. She's bit showing of, like the midriff too, and she's like yeah. got the abs and everything. Like girl, she's like Sonya's girlfriend. She's Sonya's like yeah. They're like yeah. Well, that's some hardcore. So anyway, <laughs> like I wanted to look fierce too, so I was like, okay, well I'm gonna go buy this skin. So there was this other skin where she looks really fierce, and she's got like this awesome outfit on, right? So I'm going trying to buy this. It's a carnival outfit. Yeah, yeah. But my credit card had expired recently, and I needed to renew my credit card in order to be able to to purchase it. So I was like, okay, fine, no, no, never mind. They sent you a new one. They sent me a new one, and it was sitting there. Yeah. I just haven't activated it, right? Yes. So I was like, okay, I, whatever. I don't care. I'm just gonna keep playing because whatever. But then I'm playing. I'm like, but I feel so basic. <laughs> So the next match... It's in beta. It's okay. So, listen. Okay. No, it's in beta for like... I want to look... I want to look fierce, too. Yes, yes. So the next match, I'm like, okay, I'm going to call in and, and like, activate my credit card. All this while we're streaming. Yeah. So I'm trying to activate the credit card. Bitch is, like, trying to sell me on, like, insurance for the card and stuff like that. I'm like, look, I just need you to activate this card right now. It's an emergency. And she's like... She's like, well, I can I can just put it on for you, and then you can you can call, you know call in about it later and cancel. I'm like, look, I know you need to do your job, and you need to give your spiel, and I appreciate that, and that's great. But I need you to activate my card right now. I need to make a purchase right now. It's an emergency. And she's like, okay, 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 it's activated. I'm like, okay, thanks, bye. And literally just hung up on her. Yeah. Because it was an emergency. It was a fashion emergency. I needed to it look It was a she emergency. It was a she emergency. It was a digital fashion she emergency. She probably thought you were in the middle of nowhere. Your car had run out of yeah. gas. You had no cash yeah. on you because some, like, nitpick or whatever robbed you blind. And that's what she and thought. All I needed to do was buy a chain of and she's gonna look at your next transaction yeah. and she's like, what? Blizzard <laughs> Digital Entertainment. Yeah. Well, it was a DSE, a digital, uh, no, a DFE, a digital fashion emergency. Emergency. It yeah. was. Guys, it was a digital fashion emergency. DFE, girl, DFE. It, like, <laughs> James, what you said, you were like, <laughs> and then after, like, you hung up the phone on her, then she's, like, able to see the transaction. <laughs> you know what she goes, looked. Yeah, it goes through. <laughs> What? For like, what? For like 13, 41 yeah. or something, yeah. You know, she was probably like, that's some she, weird porn company, she, isn't it? Like, <laughs> she quit her job after that, little did you know. <laughs> no, she was fired because she couldn't sell you the insurance. Oh my god, could you imagine? I would, I can't deal. But anyway, um. <laughs> god. 
Some other general funny moments in this next segment of clips are um, just very haha moments that I. So when <laughs> you get through it, girl, you can do it. So when Smash Brothers was announced, we were talking about controller compatibility, and uh, let's uh, revisit that conversation. It's pretty obvious. I like how probably on the back of the box for Smash Bros. for Wii U, it, like, it's going to have to have like a bar at the top of every single Oh my god, you can god. use GameCube, Wii Classic, Wii Pro, Gunshock, <laughs> Pro um, Control, Controller, Gamepad. Gamepad. I'm just going to be surprised if they let like you have New 3DS, 3DS XL, 3DS Basic, 2DS, 3DS Basic, NES Controller, SNES Controller, N64 Controller. I like how just fucking... I like how Sakura's like, what more do you want? <laughs> Everyone's like, oh. I'm and wrong. now I'm sure there's still going to be somebody that's like, oh, I, I wanted to be able to use my Mad Cat's accessories. <laughs> I wanted to be able to play with a controller where the C-stick was dipped in Aunt Jemima for a little bit. So it's just a little bit Because <laughs> I like to eat pancakes while can I you, play. Can you please sell one of those in like a plastic baggie? Uh, or, or there's somebody that's like, I wanted to use my PS Vita for remote play on your Nintendo Wii U. Why isn't that a thing? You know someone wants that. You know I will someone. say this. I did have a Wii controller that had... Yeah, the A some, button had yeah. some like Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima. <laughs> yeah. I like that shit, man. Shaku Songu, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you stupid bitch. Have you had enough yet? Yeah. Yes, girl. I'm full. At Nintendo of America, can you please put some at Aunt Jemima on my hashtag GameCube controller? It comes with a little package for just the right amount. Guys, we gotta go to break. It's 46 minutes. <laughs> Well, guys, go have some pancakes on your break. Fuck mm. off. Oh, Honey mahogany style. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> so, like, why are we so stupid? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so good, right? This is, like, <laughs> Aunt Jemima yeah. syrup in your controller so it has the right amount of stickiness. Like, mm-hmm. Stark to be dipped in it. <laughs> I really like the Bendel and Creme voice that he gave. Um, yeah, it was fun, but like I actually did have a Wii remote that that had quickie because I was no joke. Bully. Yeah, like eating pancakes one morning <laughs> like on the table, and the Wii remote was next to it, and then you ripped on the A button. That yeah, was it. It was it's done. It never yeah. goes away. Yeah, oh. it never goes away. Super super sticky. Um, so, uh, we did an episode, um, where we were playing Final Fantasy XIV together. Oh, no. And we were, we were doing, like, we were playing Final Fantasy XIV, uh-huh. we were streaming and doing a podcast all oh, at the same time. Oh, the episode where I had to go do my laundry? No. <laughs> no, that was another game, but that was, that was another episode. Okay, because that also involved Final Fantasy XIV. Um, <laughs> but, uh, they were trying this out. We, we had, uh, uh, some... <laughs> Random discussions. Um, so I'll just play the uh, the three uh, three clips at the same time because it's it's yeah. So when my pet targets me to heal me, it makes the noise like I got aggro. And it's very concerning. Yeah. Just the sound when you get aggro. Yeah, it sounds like a horse neighing. Oh. I'm guessing that sound is disabled when you're a tank. <laughs> 
constant neighing. <laughs> it's like living with Sarah Jessica Parker. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, that was brutal. It just got so rude. <laughs> Read her for Phil. <laughs> Uh, Leave SJP alone. I'm having a hard day. I don't know how she does it. Don't know how she does it. That movie was so ridiculous. Did you see it? No, but do I need to? The ad alone was offensive. (laughs) Ooh, she goes to the mall. She goes shopping. She cooks dinner. She goes to work. She's a fucking regular bitch. Who cares? What do you mean, how does she do it? Everybody does it. I feel like if they made a movie about me, it'd be called Why Couldn't She Do It? (laughs) (laughs) But really, though, like, I don't understand why it was such a big deal on how she had all this shit to do. Um, Girl, everybody has shit to do. I know. She's relatable to the soccer moms. Oh, yeah, totally. They they wonder how they do it, and they feel real special about having done it. I know. Okay, and they I, have really nice purses while they do it, so frankly, there's nothing like, to complain about. <laughs> oh, yeah, WoW announced its new class. Yeah, the expansion, which looks... I don't... I don't... I don't... I don't want to. <laughs> okay, so what is this one leveling to? 110. Okay. And new class is a demon hunter, which is kind of like Illidan. Yeah. And so... What's the story? Have they even talked about that yet? Kind of. Um, So Gul'dan, from the alternate reality in Draenor, he was kind of the last boss or something, but he got away. Oh, where have I heard this before? Anyway, go on. Right? This is exactly how Pandaria started. Or anyway. actually, wait, no, this, uh, this, Dream War started. Anyway, so he got away, question mark, um, and he went to the Tomb of Sargeras in the real timeline, which is where... Oh, so he hopped timelines now? Okay. Yeah, so we're back into normal timelines, so mm-hmm. like, this never happened kind of thing. Okay, mm-hmm. Um, and he went and released Illidan... Because Illidan wasn't really dead. He was just in some sort of stasis thing. Oh, 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 okay. All right, go on. But they haven't said if Illidan's the bad guy or not. The, the Legion's back. Which I was like, oh, the Legion's back. Maybe this will be the last one. Maybe we'll fight Sardras. Nope, nope, not the last one. It's just more stuff. And apparently one of the zones just looks like Canada. Like, they're, you know the Tauren are thing? Mm-hmm. They're now Tauren, but they're moose, and they're wearing lumberjack outfits, so... Wait, there's a new... That's racist. There's a new race? No, it's like, just like a NPC race thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, okay, alright. Um, so I'm not gonna play that. Okay. No. I, I, I won't even try the expansion at all, period. No, it's... Like, they're bringing in artifact weapons, so part of the story is you go and you get, like, if you're a paladin, you go get Ashbringer, and then you, like, customize it. It's one of the classic weapons from, like, Warcraft, and it's, like, it's got history, girl, but... My problem with it is that this whole expansion seems to be, okay, let's drag out more stuff as fan service that everyone will get that nostalgia thing, but Let's not actually progress the story anywhere, like we have for the past two fucking expansions. 
another one. So is Ellen Page an adult lesbian in this one? I don't think Ellen Page is in this game. <laughs> is she in any game? Oh, wait, no. She yeah, she's, she's in the beyond. other one. Yeah, she's I not know, in this one. <laughs> I always... <laughs> She is also not in Life is Strange. I always think she's in Life is Strange. I think Ellen Page is in like three games. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Remember, I there was a the there was a and moment particularly when, uh, in Life is Strange. I think she's like five characters. <laughs> Pretty much. There was a there was a moment where we had a confusion of what was the Ellen Page game. <laughs> I remember us yep. talking about that on an earlier episode. I thought Last of Us was getting in trouble for a while because of like almost how alike she they were to Ellen Page. Yeah, I think there was some. Wasn't there a of... thing, and she like was not impressed? She's like, "Don't use my face." Don't use my face. Citation <laughs> 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 needed. I think that's what she said. It was. Like in a, oh, there's more. It was like in a Hello Canada interview. <laughs> Don't use my face. Where was she on to after that interview? I don't know. Blog T.O.? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Dear Sony Entertainment America, please don't, don't use, use my face. face. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if she actually had sent a letter being like, um... I noticed in your game, The Last of Us, that... You use my face. You use my face. (laughs) Don't use my face. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) I just... Okay, so... uh... (laughs) I don't even know where to begin. I don't know. I don't know. Um, So, yeah. (laughs) Could you imagine living with Sarah Jessica Parker? (laughs) Nailed. (laughs) If they made a movie about me, it would be called Why Couldn't She Do It? <laughs> it's just so like, oh, poor thing. Why couldn't she do it? Um, Why couldn't she just file those taxes? She, she had nothing else going on. The bottle of Windex was always empty. Like, just, it was not a street free shine. She just couldn't get her shit together. Oh my goodness. Okay, so oh, fuck. the other uh, clip thrown in there was a discussion between myself and Cameron about oh. the current expansion that is out now, um, Legion. And how thoroughly unimpressed we were by the idea. Thoroughly unimpressed. Not going to play that expansion. No. Oh, I'm going to avoid it. Yes. Yeah. Was uttered out of our mouths. And. Spoiler alert. And. <laughs> yes. We, we both deep. played it. We went deep, girl. I will say, I, I, I can't even really blame you, but you did get me to play. I, you, I did, but then I was ready to quit, and you dragged me back in. So we were just—we were not good for each no, other. We are, we are like, you know, like when two people who drink together <laughs> oh, just, yeah. just oh, yeah. like enable each other. It's like yeah. one person's like, "Nah, man, I'm gonna stop," and then like the other one's like, like "Shut up!" Another round. Shut up. Yeah. Let's just go out one more. Like one more. Like this yeah. is the relationship between me and Cameron. You're enablers and yeah. World of Warcraft. It's yeah. just fully awful. Mm-hmm. But thank God it's only just World of Warcraft and not thank like God. something more oh tragic. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, 
like Heroes of the Storm. <laughs> oh no no, I mean like uh, yeah, like, like some actual drugs and alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And alcohol oh, and yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. fine. Blizzard gets our money one way or the other. So if wow. it's not wow. if it's not World of Warcraft, then it's some other fucking game. Anyways, that's hilarious. Uh, this next clip, uh, we were uh, <laughs> excited about the NX um, and like uh, you know. I think I can't remember if we if it was a kind of announced when the date was or whatever, but we were um, excited for it and then immediately not excited, mm-hmm. and here's why. So yeah, so we're excited about NX. You're not buying one. What about you, Michael? Uh, oh, I'll definitely get one. Um, Are you gonna buy a handheld and console? Most likely, yes. It depends wow. on how they work together. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's so much unknown, but there's so like, much unknown. Color, yeah, color me very interested in. in this. What's been said? If I, they get these Final Fantasy games, oh my god, it will be. I will cry, and oh. by cry I mean go oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, I'll be, like on the inside, I'll be like freaking out. Yeah, but when I read it on Kotaku, you'll be like, I'll be like, oh, oh, it's happening. <laughs> no, then you'll and, send and a lot. Copy and paste the link to you guys in Facebook, and then you'll send, yeah. and you'll say a lot of things in all caps. <laughs> send some stickers in Facebook Messenger. That's true. And then call it a day. Yeah, that'll be it. And then attempt to go to EB Games to pre-order it. And they'll say, oh, they've been flying off the shelves, but it doesn't come out for another six months. Or they'll be like, oh, we don't know if we're going to sell that game yet. <laughs> we don't know if we're going to sell that yet. It's like, you, yeah. you don't know. Yeah. So this this game, you just... Again, all... Zelda Twilight Princess HD, the only thing coming out, really, in the spring. You, you don't know if you're going to sell it. Again, no. this is... Can you put my name down on a piece of paper? Can I send you a pigeon with my name on it? All the, again, all the more reason that there's no need to support EV Games. Like, none. They don't know about their stop You levels. know who I love? I love Toys R Us. They know. No. They know. They know their shit. They, like, I was, I went Wait, there. all Toys R Us or a specific one that you yeah, know? No, every, no, 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 no. Even out in Oakville. In Oakville, that one, too. They all know everything. They know their stock levels. They are happy to tell you everything. They're like, this comes out on this day. Yes, we have this. It's street dated for this day. I have 24 of them. We open at 10. Like, they know the games. Yeah. I just wish that Toys R Us would let you pre-order stuff but they really don't unless it's a game but like they know well, their the stuff that's the kind of thing I, I like it. like why is it like, everything with AB games is just such a fu- fucking like cloud of mystery it's yeah. like oh we don't know if we're getting this game in oh we don't know how many we can pre-order but but we'll take your name uh, down and uh, call you your red card apparently the funniest thing is like I think they were releasing pre-orders for I don't remember what like in the past week probably something like Bravely Second Collector's Edition mm-hmm. and like they put out a tweet about the pre-order like <laughs> when it was already sold out because the social media people didn't know it was live until after it was <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm so done with that he's like don't you sit across from the bitch that presses the button for <laughs> like, it are, alive. aren't you the same person actually yeah yeah yeah. damn Vanessa I don't know yeah anyway you can do the next one sized uh, <laughs> came in a box so <laughs> we don't like EB games <laughs> I like 
like EB games. Well, that's where you get all your bargain bins. Yeah. I think that they've also improved over the last couple of years in terms of, like... Do you think so? Yeah. Like, their their pre-orders have been a little bit better. I would also say the biggest complaint about our pre-order things was with Nintendo-related things. Mm -hmm. And I think that now with the success of the Switch, Nintendo is making a proper amount of special editions available. Like... For, mm. like, Octopath Traveler, I guess that's Square Enix, but, like, in general, I feel like, like, you can get that, you can order it right it's now. Thing. It's been available for, like, a week, and you can still order it at, like, Best oh. Buy, Walmart, EB Games. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Amazon. There, there definitely was an era of, during the Wii U times, where, like, James had said in the clip, you don't know if you're getting this game. Like... It would be like yep. oh, it was bad for like it would be a common big title, well, big in terms of Wii U because you know it only got one title a month. Yeah, and then they'd be like, mm, we don't know if we're getting it. What? Or and like, so, and, oh, we took like twenty pre-orders and we got two. Yeah, and it's like, um, it, it, it's not like we were going to like some obscure store like you and I James would mm-hmm. often go to the Young and Dundas one yeah which is like in our the main downtown the area of store. yeah of Toronto so if they don't know I can't imagine going to EB Games in Oakville or like mm-hmm. in the path concourse which yeah. is then being like it's just even worse so it's just I'm glad that you're saying it has improved because they kind of have to improve. I feel like especially it is in the because I myself, yeah. I don't really buy physical games anymore. Nope. So they really have to. Yeah. They have to make an effort to have things available for you to buy in the store, and if that's special editions, then they need to know what their stock levels are and know that it's going to be available. Because if you just if I if I'm looking for a special edition and I go and you just like mm, I don't know. Then guess what? Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to buy it from here. Then I'll just go on Amazon and order it. Like I will say, I feel they flip flopped. Amazon is worse than EB Games now. Yeah, Amazon's, so Amazon's bad. pretty bad. I'm not buying games from Amazon anymore no. ever again. Oh, uh, because going to the states, Amazon in the states is still pretty good. Apparently, that's a good point. Probably. So, Probably. And I'm also living in like the remote town of Rome, Maine. Population 967. Romaine? So, yeah, Romaine! Like the lettuce! Correct, girl. Time's also going up in cost. Yes. So in Canada? Well I, well, I don't know. I saw it in Engadget. Maybe just in the States, but in I know the States, it's going to go going up. for 100 to 130 I'm not So doing I assume that. ours is yeah. going to it's $200 right now. Mm-hmm. And what's it going In Canada? Yeah. I know. I, okay, I, so I, Canada I must some, be really different. I did some studs and I got it for $39. Okay, because it's two one. Yeah, for four years. So. Oh, okay. Well... Well, yeah, lucky you. Anyways, so in other funny moments, um, Gloria, or sorry, James seems Estefan. to have uh, a certain disliking of Gloria Estefan. <laughs> Let's revisit that moment. <laughs> Turn the beat around. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Can we release this episode now that you sang that? Will we get sued for copyright? It was I only sang like. Less than five yeah, seconds. Yeah, it was about five seconds. I. <laughs> I don't think Gloria Estefan will come for me. No, isn't she like public domain now anyways? No. <laughs> she's that old. She's like a hundred. She's not that old. <laughs> she was on like the, under, she's on the deal I, list, remember? Yeah, I'm she was already like 70 at that point. No. She's not 70. She looks, she looks, not like, even she looks a great 70. But, she's uh, not 70. Gloria Estefan is not that old. I'm Gloria Estefan sure. has lived through centuries. She's seen some <laughs> shit. She's not that old. 
old. She, Can you Google that shit right Googling now? Googling right now. It's not that she's old. She's just very wise. She lives through space and time. <laughs> she's 58, guys. I told you she wasn't even She's not that old. She's not that old. Anyway. This is the video game podcast, not the Gloria Estefan podcast. Guess her age podcast. <laughs> Yo, or guess. Ooh, let's have a segment every week where we just guess some random person's age. Oh, God. And James just sets the benchmark way, way over the board. Yeah. Out of respect. Way excessive. Anyways. So-, <laughs> so, James, why don't you like Gloria Estefan and why did you shade her so... <laughs> Nothing against Gloria Estefan. You just think she's lived through centuries. Well, yeah, there's something ephemeral about her. Just like she's always ever present. She's beyond space and time. She is. She's be- she is. She's transcended onto another she plane defies, of reality. She defies the laws of our very existence. <laughs> she's old. I'll be honest. It's just because, like, in my head, I said public domain, and then I couldn't go back. <laughs> that, you would commit it. Yeah. You would commit it to the shade. And you had to. You had to write it out. You see yeah. it through. Yeah. To live in your truth. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, in this final clip, um, we are discussing uh, Mitomo, which is now non-existent. <laughs> it's full on like, yeah, like shut yeah. full on yeah. shutdown. Um, whatever. That made me sad. Uh, I mean, it's kind of weird that they just like completely like canned it. Mm-hmm. But like the We Shop channel lasted longer than Mitomo. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it did. It did. It was just crazy. Um, but he, anyway, here's uh, our. Uh, um, views and thoughts on Mitomo. Oh, this is Nintendo's, as Apple refers to it as, the social... Nintendo's social experiment? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's really, come up with? I think it's really interesting, because as we know, two weeks ago, I was totally like, I don't care about this game. But it was free, so I downloaded it, and it's, it's engaging, it's fun. It's cute. And you get to have fun with it with your friends. Like, when I... Answered James's question about who his celebrity lookalike was. <laughs> I said Sandra. Oh. I like how we're recording this for a second time. But it's so funny. It is so funny. Still laughing <laughs> as hard. But you're laughing as hard. Okay, he is laughing as hard as he was when he was typing that answer to me, Tomo. Like I could hear him laughing when I read the answer. And like all the O's you put in LOL after that answer, I could hear you laughing while you wrote it. Oh, it was just funny. I just thought it was really funny. Anyway, so And then yeah. he said my best quality was that I'm basic. <laughs> <laughs> I know that only James would appreciate it. Because oh, you know, funny. I say this to someone someone else, they'd be like, Meh. Well, so I've been like super nice and a lot of yes. the like one-on-one or just between us or like what's my best quality or something because I was like well like I don't want to like you know offend anyone right off the bat especially especially if it's like someone that like because I have friends uh, who I know who still live in like San Francisco or something Mm. or someone who I'm not like that close with on a day to day basis so you don't want to be like you're basic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you're a hoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's the most admirable thing about so-and-so? Yeah. They suck a mean dick. Like, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to put that right away. No, I do exactly. like the difference you'll get between, like, the groups of friends, though. Like, I'll have yes. some people who, like, will give these lovely answers yeah. about sunshine and rainbows, and then the next one is somebody in a hot dog suit saying, mask for mask with their butt in the air. Yeah. Yep. You know, it, there's, definitely, <laughs> like, there's definitely a different tone depending on who, like... Okay, so there was this there was one question. I was so mean to Chonko. <laughs> oh, no. 
question was, um, oh, what did you, what did you do on Saturday night or whatever? Um, and then he was like, oh, a gentleman never kisses and tells or, or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I had a wonderful evening. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, I get it, girl. Da, 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 da. <laughs> also and then supportive. I, also and supportive. And then I come and I'm like, oh, girl, you don't have to keep it a secret that you stayed home and masturbated all night long. <laughs> 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 but what also made it funny was the way that my niece said it, it was kind of like this sassy kind of over the shoulder looking and I was like wiggling my butt while I was saying it was just like super shady the whole thing I love that with the game when you say uh, or if you add like an emoticon I don't know if it does it with emojis yeah. but if you add an emoticon at the end it'll actually do that half the time it'll right? actually pick up some words you say too like if you say party during it you'll throw confetti yeah, yeah. which is yeah. funny because I didn't or if you say shade you shiver yeah. 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 Try, try saying serious. It gets it gets intense. Is, or, that, is that the face? Yeah, the, oh, that, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know what your face is doing. Yeah, like whoa, it's a bit yeah. much. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think uh, going long term for this game or social experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it needs to be a bit more engaging, or not engaging, but like there needs to be a grab, right? There needs to be something to. Because right now the game is shallow in, in yeah, its yeah. offerings. There needs know? to be like a hook that, that like, like hooks you back in. Because like there's only so many times I want to hear your answers. To yeah. So there needs to be needs something to be a, bit a little bit independent of that. And the clothes yeah. are expensive. Guys. Guys. Oh, oh my god. still on my phone. Oh! oh, oh. We are looking at the picture that we took. Well, I guess not we took, but like was created in Mitomo of all four of our uh, Mitomo people mm-hmm. uh, in, like, the art or whatever. Yeah. Um, if you can send me those photos, you yes. can include them in the show notes as a mem- in memoriam of Mitomo, <laughs> which no longer exists. So, you know, we had said that it was just not engaging, and, you know, I guess they never really made an effort to, to change it. Um, and they just mm. sh- they just shut the whole thing down. <laughs> I, I guess they find my mean time on things. The wrong cool. I, I guess they were trying to maybe they were kind of hoping it would be like a social media platform, mm-hmm. and and that it would be something different than a Facebook. And then in Japan they use was it Line? Yeah, yeah. So they were hoping I think it would be something new to the space that people would utilize. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe it was more catered to like Japanese market, mm-hmm. and I don't even th- and, and even there it didn't succeed. So yeah. here it didn't stand <clears throat> a chance. Um, it was popular for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a fun two weeks. It was yeah, a fun, it was two a weeks. fun two weeks. Lots of memes came out of it and yeah. like r- ridiculousness, and then it was like, okay, <laughs> I'm over it. But you know, so. That concludes this clip show of this trip down memory lane. I haven't laughed so hard in a long time. <laughs> I was literally on the floor. Yeah, Cameron like stood up, squatted, <laughs> laughed, and then like kind of parkoured around the room a little bit. Like, uh, you, you guys, uh, you. I, so after I do this, I'm going to edit in the the video clip. So you, or not video clips, the sound clips. So unfortunately, you guys didn't get to hear our reactions to us listening to these clips again. Mm. But just know that we were completely dying of laughter on, like, in tears in some moments. And we hope that you enjoyed them, too. Um, What what are your guys' thoughts now? A hundred 
episodes later, five years of creating podcast content. What are your guys' thoughts? I will start with you, Cameron. I'm glad that all of us took the octaves of our voice up like three decibels so that we just we're just more likely to scream like was mm. it our first episode where we're all just being very serious oh yeah episode zero and one now it's like <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. Uh, yeah there's definitely a you know a more level of comfort not that obviously we didn't have a level of no, comfort but with each other lo- yeah. but like I think it's more with like our a, format yeah like, and uh uh, more of just kind of not caring in terms of like yeah. being like professional yes. podcast because girl that's not what we are no. no we are not here to give you professional content with sponsors and all that sort of, uh, of jazz this is not sponsored by Squarespace no this is not Blue Apron no but Squatty Potty we're here <laughs> uh, James what are your I mean James you are like the beacon of funny on this <laughs> podcast and the comments that you make I don't I do, like why, like where does it come from your inspiration for the ridiculousness that comes out of your mouth sometimes my anus <laughs> <laughs> all comes from my anus thing as possible uh, no I'm glad we do this because um, I think we have a lot of fun uh, and you know we've met a few people through this whole process mm-hmm. um, and we all have fun together and it's just such a nice warm friendly loose thing to do yeah mm-hmm. and I enjoy it so much and y- you know we are, we are still playing video games as part of our life and in whatever capacity because I know James from the first episode you said that you don't have time to play video games Mm-hmm. as much mm-hmm. anymore but you still do yeah totally yeah but you know whether it's only once a week or whatever but you you're still part of this like industry so to speak in terms of involvement and whatever mm-hmm. and michael what are you what, how do you feel yeah i think that um the thing like we originally like started the whole thing was because we used to all go out for dinner like almost every Friday night yeah. and we would spend almost the entire dinner just talking about games and we were like, you know what? Let's just set up a mic and do it and then have an excuse to always get together and talk about games and play the games mm-hmm. and it's a lot more fun to talk about them in person than it yeah. is to send big, long group messages. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so, yeah, it's just been like really fun but I still kind of can't believe that it has been five years mm-hmm. and that's so many of you have listened like I thousands so- upon thousands like I am always shocked by our stats I look at the, how many people download the episodes and I'm like wow it's it's over 10 like <laughs> I'm just yeah, I'm yeah. just and not so not only just that people listen people listen and remember yeah yep. um like when I do when I stream like people who listen to the podcast come in, chat, and um, I had mentioned that you know we we're going to be doing episode one hundred, and how what it, um, it's I didn't I don't think I mentioned that we were going to do a clip episode, but just that um, I can't remember what I said, but people were saying what their favorite moments were, and they remembered they were like, oh, uh, episode this. Michael said this, and oh, you ran to Exy on the train, and that this happened. And like oh God, people like remember these things, yeah. so like. It's not just that we have listeners, but that we have engaged yeah. audiences. 
of people that are regulars. And I can't thank you all enough mm. for everyone that is a regular listener to this yes, podcast. Totally. Um, it's, it's totally what like, uh, is enjoyable for me that there is an engaged audience. Mm-hmm. I don't care that it's not a large audience. I don't, I don't, I don't think I'd ever want to be on that like high level of like thousands upon thousands of listeners because then you get more of the you know the garbage that comes with the, the internet. Sure. And I enjoy that the the community that we have is a very engaged and um, friendly community. Yes, very friendly. Um, I would say if I have like one thing that I would love going forward, I want our community to start making fan art for us. Because <laughs> <laughs> as soon as Cameron said that, I was like. Yeah, I wish there was fan art of you yeah. digging through those dirty games. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. the game dirty, board. like oh, like the look on my yeah. face. I was just oh like, oh my god! And I'm like, because they're so, oh, they're so sticky. That I, I no, nobody, nobody wants to to re envision that. Um, but, <laughs> I want an, artis- an artistic interpretation, please. <laughs> so, uh, guys, where do we go from here? What's the next? Chapter for video game realness. We're going to space, everybody. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think? Uh, where would you like to see video game realness go? Uh, uh, I love that we're doing the stream. Or I guess like you guys are doing more of the streaming. Uh, mm-hmm. But like, I love that that's like slowly evolving into our presence and everything. And uh, yeah, just like I don't know. I feel like our format's fun. I also can never believe because we we record for a while, mm-hmm. right? And then people listen to the whole, the whole thing. Fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. Sometimes, like, like I, I can't remember a couple episodes ago, like the episode was almost three hours. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just three hours, and most of it's us just like screaming, kicking, laughing, yeah, 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 yeah. crying, like whatever the case. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, crying. Well, you know, crying, yeah. the, no, the yeah. laughing that turns yeah, into yeah, crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, James, what about you? How, where do you see? <laughs> The, the next hundred episodes of video game realness. Um, I I don't know. I, I guess like similar, same to what we're doing now. Having a fun time, having a good time. Um, yeah, some of the streaming was fun. I actually didn't. I did like some of those episodes we did where we were just like playing games mm-hmm. and chatting mm-hmm. at a pace that's kind of like this, just casual. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we were yeah, trying yeah, to like kill things fun. on screen. Yeah, that, that was kind of fun. I, I actually, like, I so when I was going through episodes, I had forgotten that we did that. Me too. Yeah. And then I was like, well, why did that stop? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know. I, I think we just, was there a reason? I think I just. Did, I think we just stopped playing Final Fantasy fourteen for a while. I think that was it. And I okay. never wanted to play WoW. And I'm never going to. No. Yeah. So yeah. I think, and that I was think it. it was uh, there was like a period of time where I was really busy and couldn't make a lot of episodes. Right. And the three of you guys were like, "Oh, well, we're already playing this anyway, so let's record it That's while it we." Right. But I never played FF14. Correct. So then, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, we should definitely revisit that again. Mm-hmm. I know um, it's so far. Like, there's like Stormblood, Bloodstorm now. I, then, well, there's a new expansion coming out. Exactly. So catch up. Heaven's Ward onwards. That's two expansions. That's a yeah. lot. So, um... Astrologian. Cameron, how do you feel about the podcast and, and, and where you want to uh, I'm so happy with it. I can't wait to get to episode 200 where we finally get sponsored and get to talk about MeUndies. MeUndies. Me undies. It's not just for me, it's for you. <laughs> get your code at... No. no uh, you know what I'm looking forward to? Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> oh, God. 
until the second. No. No, we can't even, I don't even, I was going to say we should, when they give us a release date, we should just stop everything we're doing and record something, but then I'm like, that would jinx it, because then I'll get delayed. Like, on release day, we're going to go to your house, and we're going to do a live watching of you playing the game. I can't, I can't wait. I have gotten (laughs) so into Kingdom Hearts stuff again now. I've been watching, like, YouTube videos and speedruns and playing old stuff myself and everything. You should consider streaming it. Yeah, Yeah, just stream on the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would, would although, like, when I'm in Maine, like, the internet there is, like... Well, girl, it's not, it's not going to come out in the time that you're there. Yeah, no, no, I meant, like, it's the gonna previous games. Yeah. yeah, but yes, I will. When it's out, I'll do it. It'll be fun, and I love it. Well. What about you, Delvin? I mean, I am, I, I, like I say, I love what we do. It's a time for us to get together and, and kiki and have fun. I've been enjoying uh, streaming and, and just doing that as kind of like the way I play video games. It's like gives me an excuse to to want to play stuff, and then I got back into like some games that like I wasn't playing before, like Overwatch, mm-hmm. um, and it's fun, and it's like gives you like something to do, and like and and um, doing streams with uh, with with friends. I it was really fun. Like we did a stream uh, the couple weeks ago, and uh, Phil and Octavio came over. And we were oh, playing Fortune so Street. Cool. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and that was a mess. But it was fun. Yeah, <laughs> so right. I, I enjoyed doing that. And, and yeah, I would like it to be uh, something I do more on the regular. Like, you know, I have been keep saying that I'm going to come up with a schedule for, like, when I do things. But uh, it's too hard to commit to, like, a like a consistent yeah. schedule. Because then I feel like it becomes, like, a chore. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's I have to stream. Yeah. Right? But I will, but one of the things I will definitely start doing is, like, more planned events. And be like, okay, on this day... You know, we're going to play whatever, or I'm going to have friends over on a Friday, and we're going to play whatever. Yep. Uh, Stuff like that. So that's definitely something I will be looking forward to going forward for Video Game Realness. Great. Um, So that concludes this trip down memory lane, Um, and I'm going to close out the episode with one more bonus clip Uh that um, you all, if you've been listening since the beginning, um, and, and... Fans have said it is the funniest moments on video game realness, so you can enjoy that as as the sh- show plays out. And that will conclude this episode. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. And then uh, the Warriors. Uh, Warriors way. Warriors way. Um, if other people have uh, the Warrior's Way, what happens basically is you people come into your uh, Mi Plaza gate. Mm-hmm. Um, you acquire the amount of people that they have in their Mi Plaza. Mm-hmm. But people who have the actual game will have a bigger army. Yeah. And you can fight them. I know. I never fight them. So <laughs> is it because they always have a bigger army? they always army? have twice as many people as I yeah, do. I don't so want my like, ass kicked. No. <laughs> but I have a really big army. So I just kick the shit out of Everyone that I come in contact with, and it's so much fun. Um, and uh, there's a couple. There was a uh, one bitch who beat me. I was pissed, but then I passed her again later on in the week. <laughs> 
So it's kind of like, okay, so you also get to see, I, I know it's crazy. You get to see um, stats for like, for like MeForce and stuff like that. And you get to see rankings and oh, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, everyone you pass, how they rank. Yeah. So it becomes competitive, right? So it's like, because you normally pass the same people when you go to work, right? So you're like, I'm going to fucking beat this bitch because she has like only a couple more points than me and me force or like whatever anyway so she beat my army and then i saw her again on like thursday and then i kicked the shit out of her on that day so i was so happy pretty soon delvin and this girl are gonna be waiting for each other at like lawrence station and be like bitch i know where you bitch, live she gets on a tape you know <laughs> she gets on a tape bitch it's on you guys waiting for each other at 11 o'clock at tape <laughs> You see, you're going westbound. You're going eastbound. You're giving each other side eyes. So I think her name was Exy, E-X-Y or something. Shout out to Exy. Shout out to Exy, whoever you are. I want you to like wear a weave that one day and just like flip it at her. Like, ain't nothing, bitch. I actually put um, our uh, Twitter um, thing in in, in, uh, oh, yeah, in your on, message. In on oh, that's you amazing. You have like a message. Yeah. So like yeah. it has our thing. So Exy, if you see it, I hope you... Listen to this podcast. I'm coming for you, bitch. <laughs> bitch, I'm coming for you. Watch Exy be like a 12-year-old girl. <laughs> on her way to school. Uh, yeah, her, yeah, she's just going to summer camp. Yeah. She's going to summer camp. <laughs> you know, arts adventure. And here's this big Toronto gay. And rec. <laughs> like, listen, you, listen bitch, you little I'm cunt. coming for you. I'm coming for you, bitch. <laughs> I know. What I was going to say, I think actually mobile gaming and... and <laughs> I think mobile phone gaming has a lot to learn from what Nintendo is doing Absolutely. with uh, street passing. Street passing I mean, this- is... <laughs> <laughs> we need a moment. We need a moment. We've collectively <laughs> lost it. We've we lost broke it. it. <laughs> we broke the podcast. <laughs> we we- <laughs> I, I I'm sorry. I I'm went. Gonna, we might have to play some music over this part. Yeah, we we kind of lost our shit. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um. But anyways, 